What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining us on the panel tonight are... Uh, Joey Naminsky. Roger May. Johnny Morales. And producing, as always, is Matthew Lubick. Say hi, Matt. Hi. <laughs> All right. I'm getting a new car soon, I'm thinking. Oh, <laughs> you're deep in thought. <laughs> so um, energetic. If this, if this is your first time listening to this show, we are a somewhat spoilery podcast. Uh, we tend to review a Marvel book, a DC book, and an independent book each week, along with a graphic novel. We play some trivia where you guys have the opportunity to win stuff, because Roger likes giving away stuff. Uh, we'll answer some of your questions that you've emailed in or texted, whatever your mode of communication is whatever anyway uh we'll talk about a little bit of news and whatnot but let's just start off with our comic reviews roger tell us about the marvel book this week all right uh, the marvel book we reviewed this week was dr strange uh Mar- marvel legacy issue 382 that doesn't mean anything it's yeah. just part two it's part two of the story um like like most good stories this one starts with the dog. <laughs> um, and K, you know what? You don't. You don't have to read the the first issue in the story arc. This one actually does an, an awesome job of catching you up to speed. Yeah. Um, I was worried about this book because last week when uh, Kayla and Johnny told me that it was, they were like, "Don't," it, but it's Loki is uh, Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme, and I was like, "What? <laughs> no, I don't want to read that. Wait, wait, I don't." Wait, wait. Who, who wrote this book? Oh, right. Um, uh, Donny Cates. Yeah. The, the One Saving Grace. And, and the artist is... Gabriel H. Walter. Thank you, Johnny. Is it H. Walter? Yeah. Hernandez. Yes, know. Hernandez. Yeah. Which one is it? Same, Walter same, Hernandez. Uh, Gabriel Hernandez Walter. Same same artist from The Vision. Yes. Uh, so that's why you like it. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, proceed, so, Roger. So... Um, yeah, Loki is is now Source of Supreme. I, I didn't I did not really want to read this story. I, look, I, I I do love Donny Cates. Um, I, I you know after reading God Country, you know I figured you know yeah okay this this dude. What was that? Oh, emergency alert. alert! Strong winds overnight, uh, creating extreme fire danger. <laughs> yeah. By the way, to all of our listeners yeah. abroad, uh, it's apparently fire season California in California. So the whole state's on fire. Isn't the whole year fire season for California? Pretty much. Yeah. The San Fernando. Yeah, but now we got the San Ana winds coming into play, and right. and SoCal was burning. L.A. Um, okay, so back back to this issue. Um, I was not looking forward to reading this. I don't. I didn't want another switch up. You know, nor I. Uh, I didn't want Doctor Strange being Loki or a young girl or <laughs> you know gay or anything. I just wanted Doctor Strange. Um, luckily, Donny Cates is is a capable writer because it's very much a Doctor Strange, a Stephen Strange story. Um, Loki just happens to be the Sorcerer Supreme, um, who's a bit of a thorn in his side. Yeah, and L- Loki. Um, well, Stephen finds out um, that Loki is trying to uh, ascertain the location of a spell called the Sing Soon spell. Spell of Sing Soon, something like that, and Strange is uh, is trying to figure out a way how to prevent Loki from discovering the spell's location. Right, and this is a great book. Yes, this is absolutely a great. This book. is surprisingly because I was kind of with you. I was just like, uh, I don't want to read this, but it's really good. <clears throat> it's it's so good, in fact, that like there's just. 
some heartbreaking moments where you're like, no! I was legitimately upset at that. I was like, yeah, no, why is I, this? I, I do, yeah, and I don't, don't want to give that away because that's a it. gut punch that one I the, want everybody to experience for themselves. One of the best dogs in comic books ever. Hey, pizza yeah. dog, man. Pizza dog's awesome. Yeah. Pizza dog's I, awesome, but bats is right up I, Yeah, it's, I pick bats. Like, I think this is the... F- uh, I don't. I haven't read the first. Uh, actually, no. I have read the first one. But like, for people jumping in here, um, are barely introduced to this dog, and you're already like in love with him. And by the end of it, it's like, oh god, what? It's like a basset hound, I think. Yeah. 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 It looks like a basset. And a- actually, and the line I opened up with is is actually from Stephen Strange narrating this book. He's oh, like like most yeah. most stories. This one starts with a dog, and then it opens up. And yeah, you have this thing. He's a yeah. he's a veterinarian. Stephen's a veterinarian, and you have you have. I mean, this is just an awesome scene where um, he cast a, a like a comprehension spell so that everybody could hear. You know, this dog in English. Dog in English, and uh, he's <laughs> he's he's with his family and and they're I don't know cat. diagnosing their what, cat. The yeah. cat. Okay. And the dog comes in and starts talking to Steven. And these guys, the, the people with the cat, are like, uh, what's going on? And the dog walks and, out. And he's yeah. like, and so are we not going to talk about the fact that that dog just spoke English right. to us? And and so and so Steven lays it all out for him and he said, yeah, no, actually, that was a translation spell. I used to, you know, I used to be a, I'm not technically a veterinarian, but I was a world famous surgeon. And so this isn't that hard. And and these people are just listening to him talk like, what is going on? And and so then the dog tells him later, he's like, you really need to learn how to lie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's really good. It it has good comedic timing. It's like, um, it says, uh, to answer your immediate question, I have been able to circumvent by way of translation spell. Dad dog was not speaking English. Uh, you guys were just hearing dog. And then he's like, oh, it occurs to me uh, that I should tell you that I can also cast spells. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and they're just uh, mouth agape and are like, what is going on? Because it's confusing. And to Stephen Strange, it's like, oh, it's normal, you know. And they just walk out with their cat. They're like, mm, not going to have this. Right. That's weird. My only nitpick is how Steven looks. I don't like the buzzed hair and bearded Steven. I yeah. want classic Steven look. Yeah. It's Got a little well, weird. I think he doesn't want to be recognized, right? I, I, is that what it is? I think but how, could, how could you recognize him? I mean, who else would know Steven Strange He's as... A superhero. But, one of the Illuminati, one of the most famous superheroes. But in all honesty, nobody's gonna, nobody's Illuminati really gonna know. Yeah, it's that's, not like he's Tony yeah, Stark. If he he's not Tony have Stark. That cape and the eye of Agamotto around his neck. Then, yeah, nobody knows really who he is. Gonna, you know. that, well, I think he just did the easiest thing: is cut off his hair and then just grow his beard. Uh, what I think it is is maybe it was in part one, or maybe it was before when there was the whole big fight between him and Loki to who becomes Sorcerer Supreme. He was like, "All right, fine, I'll change how I look." Didn't it? Well, He's Doctor also supposed Strange. to have the gray on the sides of his head too. But didn't that he should have still had. I'm missing that. Yeah, I'm missing that. Didn't Doctor Strange wipe the entire world's mind of who Spider-Man was, and he can't have a disguise? Like, yeah, you know, like I, I was gonna say, my favorite part about the beginning of this book, besides a talking dog, is the the fact that he says, "Oh, the dog's not speaking English. You're." hearing just dog. understanding yeah. dog yeah you're right. understanding yeah. dog well another thing you know and i i really don't think that that kate's made him out to be a doofus but when he's basically in and because he still has some magical capabilities 
But um, he's walking the dog over to uh, <laughs> to the house, the house, and, and the sanctorum. He's he's in his astral form, and yeah. so everybody sees this like leash this, hanging in the air, walking this dog, and this dog and talking so, to itself. So I'm, right, and and I'm like, you know, I know Strange isn't a doofus, but that was that was really well done, and that was you know this. Is, the, the the comedy in this book I really don't think should be overlooked. I didn't expect it at yeah. all because I didn't I didn't get any of that from Donnie Cates in God Country. That was kind or of in ripping. Redneck. Yeah, or in Redneck. You don't there's no comedy in those. Um they're just kind of gripping, you know, uh, very light horrorish stories. And in this one Man, his his comedic timing, yeah. like you said, Johnny is on point. Well, I mean, and also just, with Walta, Walta being able to execute what's on the page, or or Kate's trusting Walta to 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 do whatever, like whatever yeah. that little symbiotic relationship is, it's working. Yeah. There, yeah, um, I because it wasn't you know it wasn't like watching Thor or Guardians of the Galaxy. It wasn't just you know one punchline after another. Oh, yeah. It was because there, I mean, there there's just. You know, there's a lot of serious moments in here. There's, you know, some some extremely good pacing, uh, and but then you have these scenes that he delivers that are priceless that really make you chuckle. And it, I mean, it's just it's a darn good book, well, start to finish. With Thor that just came out, I mean, I I saw Thor maybe last week because I'm lazy and whatnot. But there's a reference to. Um, um, the the machine scourge. guns to scourge the like Loki's yeah. oh, trying yeah. to open a door with his machine guns I'm like oh right. hey I just saw that in the movie yeah, that made like, me chuckle these just aren't any machine guns these yeah are no ordinary firearms why these are the very rifles that scourge the mighty executioner wielded in his final stand against the and he gets cut off yeah. it's it's really it's it's not what you would consider a comedic book but there's plenty of comedy here that you don't expect and yeah. it works really well for you know what the story is with um Bats the dog and Doctor Strange kind of being I think grumpy. Kate's did a good job of finding his own voice with this book mm-hmm. uh because I think the complaint with, with what was it Aaron? Yeah. that it just bounced around too much between serious and funny like nobody seemed to figure out what that book was right. when he was writing right. it. Mm. Kate's kind of balanced all that out just at least in this issue perfectly for me. And that's exactly how I would put it. Th- this is this is such a truly balanced book that you get a little bit of everything. You get some darkness. Um like, you know, the scene where um where he and his the assistant, mm-hmm. what was her name? Zelma. 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 I, I thought now, Zelda who is now weird. Loki's assistant. Um that was kind of tense. I mean, she 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 just unloaded on Strange. Yeah. Um and then, of course, the other gut punch moment that was like... Do we want to talk about the final page? Holy Can we please talk about the final yes. page? The yes, final page? because it, it okay. actually, okay. I, oh. thought, I, I thought that was perfect because oh, yes. it comes into the graphic novel yes. that we're reviewing tonight. And that blew me away. I so Me too. Because I was like, holy cow. So, so let, in the beginning of the book, Strange is climbing a mountain... Or whatever, and he's narrating like all that, like right. the stuff oh. that's happened. And you think he's going back to see like the, the Himalayas or something? Or something. That's, yeah. that's exactly who I thought he was going to see. Yeah, that's... And, yeah, that's what you led to believe. And then something happens, and you find out why he's doing what he's doing. 
and you get to this this place where he says, you know, this person, you know, is my friend, but we made a deal that I would never come to see him, that he he wouldn't help me, like whatever, right? Because of this agreement, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, who wouldn't want to help? Yeah, you know, and kind just of thing. FYI, this is a this is and a major spoiler. Right. Major spoiler. Somebody we haven't seen in a long time. And count it down. And technically, <laughs> he's saying as he's climbing up this mountain, this person does not exist. Like he's he straight up says it. This person doesn't exist. Yeah. And that he would, you know, he would refuse my help. And so three, two, one, turns out he's going to see the century. Right. Which is amazing. Like, hey, Bob. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> well, he calls um, him, like, he calls him uh, Robert. Like Robert. Robert. And I'm like, am I supposed to know who this guy is? Yeah. You know? And then it's like, oh, I don't need you. Well, the Robert. way, the funny thing is, is right. you come to find out. Steven's not climbing anywhere. He's in his mind. Right. And he's apparently whatever's gone on with the century, like he's locked away in his own mind, like for the good of everybody else. And so Steven uh, is going to see this like guy on the, on the top of this mountain that's living in this kind of uh, pseudo mansion cabin thing. Yeah. And this, it doesn't look like the century at first as you're flipping through pages. It's just this guy dressed in kind of oh, like yeah, this, He's in a sweater vest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it well, it's like any other suburban, you know, Suburban house, house dad on, on top of <laughs> on top of a, a uh, Mount Everest, Mount, yeah. You know. yeah. And so at, you get to this final page, and it's it's uh, strange, like holding on to the head while he's like kind of meditating in his astral form of the century in space. Yeah. So it's like what? Which is really the last place that we saw Sentry um, at the end of Siege. That was uh, ten years ago, though, right? Yeah. Has it been that long since he's been around? But you expect it, but yeah. Wow, Marvel and, continuity. Wow. <laughs> Kate's was like, I can do something with this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I like that he brought that back because the problem, the biggest problem that I always had with Siege, was that you know the Sentry is probably the most overclocked hero ever created. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like Superman, but without being a. Very, like a Boy Scout, Superman without the Boy Scout, yeah. Weaknesses too, just like um, but they, but they beat him by having Thor hit him really hard with his hands. <laughs> and and this was this was this was after Sentry had ripped Ares in half. A god. I mean, he yeah, he just ripped him in half. Um, and I, you know, and so, but I understood that book came out at, right before the Thor movie and the Thor, the first Thor movie. And I'm pretty sure that Marvel wanted Thor to be, Thor you know, was 2011. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was right at that time. Okay. Right. Was and then like I love that too. The very, very last page. No. Siege? No, no, no. Because 2007 because Civil was War, War was 2005. No, six and seven. Yeah, and then you had Secret Invasion after that, that which eight. took about a year, and then you had Maybe the Dark Reign that lasted for at least a year. But that was like around two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say two thousand ten. Right, but it, well, the last here. the last page I, yeah, of this whole I thing really, really it like says it. the Century versus Asgard. Yeah, so it seems like you're gonna get your round two from yeah. Siege. Uh oh, maybe Odin's son comes back. So <laughs> it's him really hard again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would, that would be awesome because I can only see that 10 years ago, uh, Donny Cates was reading Siege and he was as pissed off as I was <laughs> about that ending. Yeah, and yeah, so, 2010. okay. So then he gets, he gets an opportunity to, to write for Marvel and goes, mm, 
first thing I'm gonna fix. Yeah, well, let's know. fix some stuff. So, if you guys, uh, um, if you guys like Donny Cates, uh, he came out with this amazing uh, Dark Horse story um, called Ghost Fleet, I believe. Uh, Dark Horse canceled like the physical issues, uh, but it a hardcover of uh, it's called Ghost Fleet. The whole GD thing. You know, uh, all eight issues uh, just came out, I think, like uh, two weeks ago or something like nice. that. It's amazing. You guys should really read that. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's read this book unless there's something else you wanted to cover. Nope. Nope. I'm I'm down. I, it was five stars for me. Well, I I don't like Marvel. This felt like a Marvel movie to me, so I'm happy with it. I'll, I'll go like <laughs> four and a half. Nice. Johnny. I love this book. It's a five. Bats. I, I really. Stop. I, dude, I really like this book too. This really surprised me. Um, this is a series I would follow. So five. Yeah. Sweet. I I, I, I want to read. This should be read. Yes. Yep. I want to read the one before it, me and too. I want to read the ones after it. I will probably like this is worth getting in trade for me. Yes. Yeah. So because um, that's uh, that's a solid solid issue that I read. So yeah, this guy can write. Yep. He 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 flat out can write, and and yep. the art is 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 really good. It's a it's a good. Good creative thing. <laughs> Johnny. Yo, right. Yes. Um, Tell us about our indie book. Our indie book uh, from Image Comics and Top Cow, I guess. Um, <laughs> Top Cow from Image. Uh, Witchblade, number one, by Caitlin Kittridge and Roberto Ingranata. Roberta. Roberta. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's an A. Mm -hmm. Sweet. <laughs> um, Witchblade is about, uh, about a... Just realize this is the wrong person to pitch this book. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I have no idea what Witchblade is really about. But anyway, I was really excited for this book. Yeah, me too. This um, it's about a girl who has died and resurrected with powers. I guess she gets what powers. She gets what the Witchblade. She the, gets the, the only thing that bothered me in this book is they didn't call it the Witchblade. She has a guy who's kind of. Seems uh, to know shepherding her yeah. a little bit, but and, and it's cool because they call it, they the, call it the artifact. Ar yeah. Artifact now, and that's still canon though because yes. Ron Mars came out with that whole Absolutely. thing and made it one of thirteen artifacts and everything. Right, that the darkness is related to an artifact and all, all these others and and mm -hmm. really good stuff. But it would have been nice if he dropped the Witchblade reference to the bracelet once. Yeah. Maybe it's she's, or going, she. she's yeah. going to call it that. Instead of like, the artifact sounds weird, you know? Well, the like name is say, the Witchblade. Yeah, I, right. I'm that's, sure. Yeah. Maybe that's what she'll call it. I'm sure later on in it, her mentor is going to tell her what yeah. it really is. It's, this book is weird. It's, um... It's not a horror book. It's it's more of... No, but it has some horror elements. Right, horror elements um, with, like, some dark spirit... I have no idea what Witchblade is. This is my first time ever reading a Witchblade mm. comic. So I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Um, so, so like, the original Witchblade was... Uh, well, not original, because it's been what did it forever. Come out? Sarah Pazzini. Sarah Pazzini was the original bearer of the Witchblade in the 90s. Oh, that's why I didn't read it. Yeah. Created by Mark Silvestri and Michael Turner. Oh, okay, oh. cool. Like, the concept is... Really, it was popular neat. enough at one point, Johnny, to spawn a television show. Jeez, yeah, like I read some of the backstory. He's so unimpressed by that. I remember that. that. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah, um, Dude. like I, read I think some it went two seasons. <laughs> yeah, and I I remember liking it. Yeah, I remember watching yeah, it. It wasn't bad. It, it yeah. was a '90s Dude, TV that's, show. That's how yeah. big Marvel or Marvel, excuse me, Image. <laughs> Image had gotten at one point in the late yeah. '90s. Yeah. 
Uh, I read some of, uh, like, a couple of paragraphs of the stuff in the back, like, saying, like, Witchblade mm -hmm. uh, kept running for 20 years yep. and then not oh, for two years. On. You told me about that, Jonathan, and I never... Yeah, I never it's, went back it's with the creative and, team and in the read back. those. Yeah, yeah, I need to. I need to still do that. Yeah, like apparently they were diehards. Like the 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 team on this, they which I think it shows in the work because they definitely respected what came before, even though they're doing something new. Right. Because mm -hmm. it kept the same flavor. Yeah, of I, the original. Series. I agree with that. Oh yeah. But obviously, like, hey, we're not going to just do the same old thing. We're going to do our new character. Well, and they've and yeah, and, we're not well, they've done that before yeah. because you had Sarah Pizzini who had the the original uh, the, the character who who had the Witchblade, and she ran for 130, 140 issues. I think it she was went all the way time. to one fifty. And then was it was it one? I think she made it past Danny. Well, I know she was still in there, but then they brought in Danny, who um, was kind of her successor. And maybe that was around 150. Because I, th I, 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 I was reading Witchblade, and I remember Sarah was still had it with 150. Hmm. So it might, it was sometime after that, though. But they also had. Um, I don't. I don't know if a lot of people know this. If you're if you're a Witchblade fan, you probably do. Switched. But no, um, that was another more recent one. Yeah. But back around um, 2000. Nine two thousand ten probably, they did a manga version of Witchblade called Witchblade Takeru, oh. which was really good. I didn't know this, it, yeah. it, and it, I, that's it why I'm pretty sure there's one. Oh, it's my favorite panel in it where it shows a bunch of old Witchblades. Oh, so the, the Japanese very first girl, one is a yeah. Japanese woman. Uh, yeah. Now, I mean, the art from and, and that is yeah, but um, the art from yeah, my favorite. From the manga one was very manga styled. Okay, and I mean it was big eyes and things like that. Or uh, not all manga is big eyes yeah. and big no, everything. Else. I know that <laughs> not, not, not big eyes, but yeah, big other stuff. And, okay, right. And uh, features <laughs> and exaggerated features and and giant <laughs> blades and right. <laughs> I wasn't ready for you to say that. <laughs> You so. danced around saying it. <laughs> um, but that series was it was like a twelve issue series done by Top Cow, and they did it. They they wanted to be very true to um, the Japanese influence for this and in, in doing this. I think pretty sure it read uh, right to left. It's on manga. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, traditionally. I, uh, but I don't remember it reading like that. I might I might be wrong there, but everything else with I think maybe they went ahead left to right. Well, the, the I know the that Shonen Jump magazine turned it around because yeah. Americans are weird. Oh, that's but the worst. The really? Volumes are still right to left. Well, I, I, when I was little, they would do it that way. Yeah, anyway, the Witchblade yeah. Takeru is is like hundreds of years ago. I want to say hmm. in uh, maybe feudal Japan. When this this young girl gets the witchblade, and it's it's really good too. I have a question for you guys: Are all the previous witchblade series like this? A kick-ass female yeah. kicking ass. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's my type. Like a kick-ass female with supernatural horror powers, like beating up uh, abusive men. That's my type of book. Dude, uh, Ron Mars and and Stephen Sajic's. Uh, run on Witchblade is one of the best runs on comics anywhere, anytime. It's just, it's phenomenal. Sajic did some stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Well, dude, he run. was on Witchblade for a long time. Oh my God. He and, he and Ron Mars went like 50 issues. 
Mm-hmm. It was, and then it was they a did, long time. Then they did artifacts for like another 20. Right. Damn it. Yeah, I was so excited for this book. Um, I read a lot of the stuff, older stuff. I, I watched the TV show. So excited. Like, yes, a comeback. And then I, I opened this book up, and it's so much setup, though. I was really, really sad at how much setup. And, and her getting the visions. And I didn't really like the mentor, but I guess I understand it. And then the last couple of pages just killed it for me. I mean, my favorite page is showing the old witch blades. You know, one of them is the, the Japanese girl. Uh, one looks like Joan of Arc, which yep. is awesome. And then the best box ever in the world, a woman killing Nazis. Because, <laughs> you know, we got to get yeah. some Nazi scalps. Uh when that happens and and she finally lets her powers go even though it's not really the witchblade it's just her powers so cool the art is really yes. really good yes I love the art's the art. really good and really appropriate for this whole thing it works so um, well i mean i agree with you this there is a lot of setup in this and it would have been nice to see like they're cuz i'm assuming whatever they reveal like what the new yeah. witchblade armor is going to look like it's going to be a big oh, deal yeah. um so I'm curious to see how how they you know tweak the design for that and everything. But man, I I really liked the way that they went about kind of introducing you to why she has the witch blade. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to see you know the actual stuff yeah. at the very end. But I get what I think I get what they're going for. Um, I dug the heck out of it. I I'm, I wasn't sure what to feel about this. I I don't remember her having visions, but. I don't remember last week, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sound um, like me. So there's, I mean, there's that, but I mean, I. If I you're really not like drawn it. in by the cover. Oh, beautiful oh, cover. Cover, yeah. I, if you're not drawn in by the cover, I don't know what to tell you. It's beautiful. Was there variants of this cover, of this book? Uh, I think there was. I think there was one other cover, but because this, I'm cover, pretty sure I only ordered this one I, because I, I just I. This cover Who would is want another cover. Well, I mean, I mean, if the variant is just as cool, me. Uh, well, okay. I might <laughs> want actually, you know what? I might actually be subscribing to this series. Uh, oh, I, I totally so, am. So I'm sold. I, I'm gonna read it every. I actually yeah. like. I really like the setup because having never read Witchblade, if they just jumped into the action, this book would have sucked for me because I'm like, why do I care about this? Like, I don't know what's going on. You know, with the setup. Uh, I know exactly what's going on. Like, she has this weird artifact. I may not know why or anything like that, but it's perfect for new readers. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious if the guy that's coming in to, like, mentor her has one of the other artifacts because there's 13 in this universe Yeah, that do that bestow different powers, Yeah, you know. So to, maybe that's why he's the mentor? That's That could be why. Um, he kind of reminded me of um, the priest from Artifacts, the main character, uh, but it's not him. But yeah. he just he reminded me of him. But oh, John! No, I think his, his I think his name was Tom Judge. I want to say, <laughs> dude, I wouldn't know any. That's how, no, it sounds anyway. like Judge Dredd. Yeah, I think that was him. He had he had that weird crucifix-looking artifact, like the double cross, basically, and it turned yeah. into this big, like, kind of lava-looking monster thing. Right. Anyway. That was a good series too. Uh, either way, I, the thing with Top Cow and like the Witchblade artifacts, all that stuff, it hits like a supernatural like you know itch that isn't really being scratched by a lot of other books at the moment. 
Like, obviously, you have Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and that's clearly like a cult, supernatural, whatever. But this is different. Yeah. This isn't Marvel Universe. This is a like, little bit more dark. Yeah. Well, Not really, like, dark in, like, context or anything. It's just the the tone of it. Yeah. Well, Black Monday's on Black hiatus. Black Monday Murders uh, is on hiatus, uh, right? I don't think it's on hiatus. Or is it done? Which one? No, Black it's Black Monday. Done. No, no. The um, the eighth issue comes out yeah. December twenty seventh. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's Black Monday the next, that hits it. Um, uh, Black Monday hits it in all their. Uh, what was <laughs> the other one? Oh, God. East to West is pretty dark. Yeah. Low yeah, but that's low. East to West. But, no, but it's super, the supernatural. I mean, the, um, there's elements of it, but this Providence, Providence. really, really hit it. Freaking a! Oh, but that's I love not that an book. on. That's not an ongoing book. Yeah, I, now so. that that's done. So sorry. We know Johnny. You didn't. Like <laughs> I mean, it. you could Mechanica's kind of supernatural-ish. Uh, no. Steampunk supernatural. There's vampires and stuff in there. I guess vampires. So. I, I remember what one arc like, where there was uh, a vampire. Witches. Witches. Somewhere? That's straight up horror, though. Oh, okay, not, that's, not so close. That's oh, not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's not. Which way is the top cow stuff? Like once you get into like all of the the witchblade, the darkness, you get uh, it. all of the artifacts. Yeah, there's just like I said, it it hits a it scratches a certain itch. Gotcha. Well, I so. think the only besides you know Doctor Strange and maybe some of the DC magic Dr. characters, Fate. yeah, Doctor ah, Fate that artifacts don't number one <laughs> what? that what don't really come out that much anymore. Yeah. Uh, the only ones that are really hitting the supernatural things are the the books that come out of Image. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, well, that's all what Image is is supernatural or sci-fi. Uh, yeah. They well, need not all. Yeah. I mean, most, not all. all right. I mean, there's there's some horror. There's right. one really good superhero book that's ending. <laughs> yeah. You guys have ratings in a month. Don't remind me. I know. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Witchblade. Um, I love the old series. Uh, I, I love the the Witchblade Takeru. Um, I was really nervous about this book because uh, I, I really didn't want it to be ruined, and I haven't I haven't really had anything come out of Top Cow that that uh, I felt like I wanted to read lately. But this was this was fantastic. Um, this new writer, Caitlin uh, Kittredge, is. Uh, I'm definitely I was right. Oh, bonus. I thought that sounded right, and yeah. I was like, uh, but I'm pretty sure I got the books too. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so if you want the book, this is yeah, uh, this is this is a great series. I look forward to reading it. Um, Ooh, that's gorgeous. You'd like that. and five stars. Uh, like I said, it's my type of book. I love it. I want to read more of it. Um, maybe I might go back because I'm really interested in it. Uh, either way, I'm gonna pick it up. Um, five. I'm gonna be different by like half a point because nothing is perfect to Joey. Nothing is perfect, <laughs> but it's but that it's over cov- perfect. If I could, perfect. oh, that covers perfect. So can. that's <laughs> that makes it a five. But I'm gonna go over. I want to say like five point five because there you go. Go I, half point in the other direction. Oh, oh nice. You're gonna have like hundred and five percent. Yeah, I mean, so if there's more book than you read. Yeah, I'm at five also. Like this is this was no expectations going into this because I was just like I don't know what they're doing. I haven't read Witchblade in a long time. Yeah, the only thing dug I've the heck out of it, dug the art especially. It's yes. it's really beautiful. Um, and Roberto hasn't done anything really. She's done I think like a Robin Hood miniseries and a, I think something called Van Helsing. 
You know what, what Van Helsing is? I don't know what that you, is. You don't know Van Helsing. I'm twenty. Like, I'm in my twenties. There's a movie. Hunter. I don't know what yeah. that is. Anyways. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> I, it's what I expected. What is Van Helsing? I feel old. Stop. Now he doesn't know what avocados are. <laughs> 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 Joey's gonna die from laughter. Um, all right, so oh, yeah, deep breath in, deep breath out. Five stars, pretty much all the way around so, on that one too. Yeah, so, so two five on, star books. We're on a roll. So, all right, uh, Justice League number thirty four by Christopher Priest and Pete Woods. Is it Christopher Priest? Because like I thought it was just the the little thing just said Priest. It's Christopher Priest. <laughs> okay. He just go. He goes by Priest. It's, it's by a Catholic priest. priest. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's Chris Priest. <laughs> Um, no wonder it was no fun. <laughs> oh my God! Really? No, oh. no. I'm not. Uh, he said Catholic priest. Oh, so yeah. that's why I said it was no fun. That's a nice Jeez. zinger right there. I'll give you that one. Jeez. I will give you that. Um, this is the new uh, creative team for Justice League. Because uh, sadly, like the potential that Brian Hitch showed us was not realized as he got into the rebirth run of Justice League, and How many was that? he went rebirth? he went thirty two, I oh, believe. Wow. 30 or 30 issues because I think 31 and 32 are tie-ins to metal. So, um, yeah, I actually like this, his last run that ended with the new 52 better than his rebirth stuff. Yeah. You're talking about with Rao. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was what he was going to build off of that. And he just, he got the double shipping. He couldn't keep up with it. He couldn't plot. It just, it got the better of him. Yeah. And it showed because that, that's Power and Glory, I believe, is the name of that that particular story arc. Uh, right. And that was amazing. Um, and I think he illustrated most of that by himself also. But, um, yeah, he just he well, had a misstep as he got into, into Rebirth. Dude needs life. I mean, I get yeah. it. I mean, because that, I mean, that had to take him just an enormous amount of time yeah, a lot of work. to do yeah. – to, to pull double duty yeah. writing and drawing on, and eventually on eventually got to the point where he started an, another artist was in on the series yeah, yeah. I really didn't like his so, run the first which one the yeah. Rebirth was, run yeah yeah and a lot of people didn't oh, there's some there's some highlights to it that I enjoyed because mm-hmm. I, the thing I like about Hitch is he knows how to do big action and he always tries to do new villains hmm. he always tries to bring yeah. in something new and I mean he still, brought uh, it was him that brought Starro right like the first issue they made a reference to Starro? Yeah. Are he, you th- he talked about Starro. Yeah. I don't think he ever brought I don't in think Starro. Because they had the, the giant... Uh, it was the... the right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was the, no, the, I'm thinking of Green Lantern. Sorry. No, yeah, you're right. There's yeah, was, other references was, to Starro throughout right. Rebirth, though. Right. My, but, my problem with Hitch is that there was... I mean, he definitely took took the time on the art. I don't know that he took as much time on the, the story plotting. Uh, because I always felt with, with his books that it was all show and no substance it's like you know well widescreen comics <laughs> right talking about you, t- you tell the kid writer, that, right? you know that yeah. they can, oh, they yeah. can there do was nothing but eat cotton candy they're gonna be stoked and until you know six hours go by and they're like uh don't want any more cotton candy and that's how i felt with his books yeah and there so. was a story before no in the the pre him there was a story what i thought it was just justice league fighting things yeah well, let's can we talk, can can we talk about this. So, anyway. well, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. This book sucked. No, it didn't. It sucked. It did not suck. It sucked so much. Johnny, you, if it's not one of your very narrow things that you like, <laughs> it sucks. And that's not at all true for this. Now, I don't know how the other guys felt about this. I've really liked Priest's run on Deathstroke so so far. Okay. Um, one of the things I like about Priest is he's able to take comic book action, but still kind of infuse this grounded 
level of humanity in all the mm-hmm. characters. That's what he did with Deathstroke specifically. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big family drama with a lot of shooting. That's that's a great analysis. I'm 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 in the middle on this book. I I wanted a lot more, but I'll, I'll say this: the the coolest thing in this book for me was um, Simon Baz. Oh, praying to the West yeah. on, on an alien planet. I think it was like Jupiter or something. That was no. Nah, it was well. It was, it I, was I, I, an alien. It, it was an Dion. alien planet. Dion. Okay. Yeah. So, or Dione, I don't know. How they and it. I was like, yeah, was that that Mecca. was such a powerful image to me when I yeah. figured out what it was like. What is it's like? Is he is he napping? What is he doing? You know, yeah. he was kind of in a weird position. And I was like, oh shoot, no, he's got his prayer rug, and he's and he's praying towards Mecca on an alien planet. I thought that was powerful. Um, That's something you don't see in comics. No, and it, it's it's really that was that was really thought provoking imagery, and it mm-hmm. really th- that one panel did a lot to kind of cement Simon Baz's devoutness. I don't care, you know, whatever religion anybody is, it doesn't matter. But everybody can relate to um, being devout. I think you know to to they can relate to you know someone um, who is. Very much one with their faith. It it made you know? a Green Lantern more human. Yeah. Um, now on the flip side of this, because there's a there's a lot to like in this book, but there's some there's some stuff that I have a, a major problem with. Look, and Johnny and I talked about this a little bit. I think it was I think it was you, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. Uh, before we started. Um, so it was really only one of a couple guys. You didn't remember but, what this book was about before we started. But this was right. No, I know it. It was it was largely forgettable um, for me. The problem I had the problem I had with this book was Batman. Okay, uh, Batman's bad day. You know, and and Priest kind of he overtly, you know, makes sure oh you know he's fallen asleep on the staircase and he's, you know, he hasn't had sleep and ever he's tired and, and he makes some bad calls in the field of action. Okay. And I'm like, no, I don't like that. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, I think the soups guys like would be like, I've been waiting for that. I, you know, because he's always sleep deprived. Batman's always sleep deprived, and he's always operating at one hundred and ten percent. And with this one, with Batman making some bad calls and having to apologize to Clark at the end, you know, um, I was like, wow. Again, that really kind of steps out my understanding of who and what Batman is. It's not that I don't think you know. Look, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind um, expanding on a character and stuff like that. But I thought that was a bit of a deviation that was hard for me to. I was like, I don't. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, I don't want to read that Batman. Yeah. The thing is, I think they've been hinting at this type of story since like the button, right? Because um, it was at the end where he saw the bat signal and Alfred's like, "Aren't you going to get that?" Because um, he met his father in the button mm-hmm. and said like. Don't do this. Why are you doing this? Stop mm. doing this. And like, I think they're just kind of continuing that storyline of like, oh, is Batman going to quit being Batman or not? He should. I Jonathan, 
I really liked this book. Yeah. Um, it was a completely different tone from uh, what had been set before. Absolutely. Um, I liked the way Priest handled the team. Like, it felt like a team book. Everything was balanced. Batman was kind of like, we got two crises, possibly three. You guys have to go here. You guys have to go here. And it just it showed that Bruce is human. And I'll agree with that. Priest, you know, set out saying, like, look, Justice League, they're still going to punch people. They're still going to fight big, bad threats and whatnot. But he wanted to kind of ground it in a reality. And in the, in the real world, somebody that does what Batman does, it's going to take a toll eventually. And you're going to slip up here and there. So I kind of dug the fact that he were exploring, you know, Bruce kind of getting beat up a little bit and having to kind of deal with some bad consequences for once. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, not necessarily from the standpoint of like I'm a Superman fan and I just want to see Batman be punished because I like Batman. <laughs> I like Batman too. Yeah. Every, everybody that you know knows this or listens sure. to the show and talks to me, that was like I have a lot of love for all the characters. It's not right. I'm not in this divide of like this Very character's like my favorite, therefore this character sucks. Um, but I I liked the way he balanced the team out. I liked the way that you know um, he he kind of made it feel like they have like kind of these field plans as they go out and whatnot because a little like you said a little bit with Hitch's run it was here's all this big stuff we're all going to go punch it you know kind of thing I felt like there was a little bit more of a system to how the league operates that's ab- I think that's absolutely true yeah. I didn't really I didn't really think about that to uh, any great extent but I definitely think this book does that yeah which was which was a nice take and they were working with like the FBI so like it showed that they were in like the real world and working with the law enforcement as yeah. opposed to just operating like we do what we yeah. want kind of thing there, so there was a lot of things that I really liked about this I liked Pete Wood's art I'd never seen it before um no, I didn't. Mm. No, I I liked Batman making mistakes. Like that's it happens. He is like human. It. I mean, he doesn't admit when he makes a mistake because he's Batman. He doesn't make mistakes. What happened is is what he wanted to happen. I didn't like that you had you had him falling asleep on the staircase and Alfred saying you've only had one hour of sleep in in three days. That dude should be dead. <laughs> I didn't like that because in all honesty, Batman's had less sleep and done more. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it's not Bat God, but yeah, it's a little Bat God. No, I mean, we, we're not seeing Bat God in this. We're no, seeing, we're not. We're seeing human Bat, but right. <laughs> the human Bat, the human Bat. But I, well, that's the it's point just, too. Is that you know, and Batman yes, he, does a lot to keep up yeah, with the league, but yes, he grounded, at some point he's got to like take a day take off. a break. But you know, it grounds it down in in there. But it's just like that's not the Batman that we want. Uh, we don't want Bat God. We don't want Batman that's just like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep on a staircase because that's freaking lame. Falling asleep on a staircase, only drunk people do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Who who wrote this uh, book? Christopher? Chris Priest. Chris Priest, right. So I hated this book, (laughs) and I'll tell you why. Um, Like, the story kind of felt all over the place. I get that it's a bunch of things happening all at, uh, you know, once. Uh, and things like that, but it just felt uh, badly paced and things like that. I also have a problem with uh, Chris Priest, like uh, depicting um, uh, what's his name, Cyborg and Jessica Cruz. Like nobody says essay, you know. Like hey, essay, where are you? Like I, Je- Jessica Cruz would not. Mm, time out real quick. Time out real quick. That's, I hear a lot of people say essay. Yes, <laughs> but and Jessica Cruz would not. I like. I hear a lot of people get called essay, and I live in Lake Los Angeles, right? Which is a lot of white people. Mm. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a lot of essay getting thrown around. Right, and also the way he wrote the Cyborg is just it, it felt really weird, and and I feel like he doesn't un, um, write the um, the uh, the characters of color correctly. I think he's kind of writing them stereotypically. You know, Chris Priest is black, right? Is he? Well, he's writing uh, Jessica <laughs> Cruz like ser- I don't think he is. <laughs> he is. I'm dead serious. Pull up Wikipedia right now. Christopher Priest. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's quarter Mexican. Only a quarter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, the, he's probably Jonathan, the whitest. The panel that I opened up and yeah. threw to you. The one thing about because the art I thought was you know most of it was really good. I'm getting a British white guy, but I don't think that's the right Christopher Priest. <laughs> no, that's that okay. that can't be right. <laughs> um, the the oh, only <laughs> issue with the art that I had in in this book was Batman. And because Batman is a prominent part of the story, um well, and I, not I'm sorry, not Batman. We'll we'll say Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. He looks like oh. Wolverine. Yeah, I didn't like the way Bruce was drawn. Bat was fine. Bruce yeah, doesn't Bat- look like Batman Bruce. was fine, but when I got to that panel, which is very early on, it's like 3 pages in, he looks like Wolverine and he, he and I know it's like shadows and stuff but he looks like he's got these lamb chop sideburns and I'm waiting for the claws to pop and and I'm like and then that's that's pretty much all I could see <laughs> after after that whenever Bruce was drawn you know and that was that was that that look at the end of the day that's a small beef yeah um because there's so much good art in this book um but I think with Batman being such a central figure in the story, um, I, I didn't like his his Bruce Wayne. Well, because I mean, even though Bruce is the best at what he does, <laughs> the the only one kind of pet peeve I did have talking about earlier, you know how Simon is is doing his prayer to Mecca and whatever. Uh, there is one hostage terrorist crisis that. The, with that, the nuns, with the nuns that they're yeah. they're helping out, I was like, okay, you did something really cool, and really innovative, and then you go to the crappy stereotype, which is it's it's Muslims kidnap nuns. Well, and they make it clear that it's extremists, yeah. it's terrorists. That's yeah, the, but that yeah. that still happens in the real world. Yeah, have, yes, it does. Yes, can, yeah. I think the dichotomy yes, is that it's you, not you get all both. Of them. Yeah, you, you're, yeah, you get both, but it's just I kind of like if it he would have like done the that, easy way. Yeah, it's yeah. The easy way if he if. He would have done that. He should have waited maybe an issue or two to do that, because you get this really really cool image of a Green Lantern who happens to be Muslim on a separate planet praying to Mecca, and that's really 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 cool. That's something you haven't seen before. And then we see something we see on TV and YouTube and Facebook all the time. And yes, it grounds it in the real world, but. Dude, he, but it, the thing is, is Christopher Priest doesn't shy away from taking on topical things. So yeah. in Deathstroke, he took on gang violence in Chicago. No, yeah, I I, I, I mean, understand that, and it's I think, and it's a cool he's thing. He's trying and to to like I said to kind of to to show both sides world, to show you know, both sides, kind of yeah, so. to show both sides. But I just because that's what like one of the first couple of pages is showing Simon on the alien planet. I just kind of wish. Wish, whoosh, wish. I can't freaking speak. We'll go with whoosh. I like it. I like it's whoosh now, everybody. I kind of wish, whoosh. Right. He uh, <laughs> he he waited maybe a book to do that. That's just personal. And 
I actually like Cyborg now, kind of a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this. I I I will give him um several issues. There's enough to like in there um that I want to because at at the end it says like Batman's dad bad day continues or something Breaking like that. Breaking the Batman. Breaking the, the Batman. Batman. And I'm like, "Huh." That intrigued me. So I'm like, all of all of that was intentional. The breaking of the Batman continues. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to see where he goes with that. Um, that because reading the book, I was like, uh, that's not really Batman. But with with that um, tag for the next book, it makes me think that there is something else behind it. Mm-hmm. Um. Whether or not that's the case, I don't know, but I'll find out because I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him the first whole story arc. Uh, there's enough to like in that book that that I will do that. I'm stoked. So, what would you rate it? Three. Johnny, I will not be reading this book one and a half. <laughs> the art sucks. The art does not suck. It's it's yeah okay. It doesn't Johnny, suck. Your, it doesn't suck. Your, art art it, is it, a subjective thing. Right. It does. It doesn't suck. Well, you showed like me it. like that. Your favorite artists are they're very stylized. Mm-hmm. You can't say that this sucks because this it, is very right. stylized. It, also, it doesn't suck. Okay, I just didn't like it. <laughs> I'll it I'll give this a three and a half. I really like the art. Um, I I'll see what the breaking of the bat happens. Like I I kind of want to see how they're gonna break the bat. That's. Yeah, then maybe. You have my permission that, that to intrigued die. me. So I'll give it. I'll give it a three, three and a half, four and a half. I thought it was a solid start. I'm, a, but I'm a fan of Priest. I've loved everything he's done on Deathstroke since he took that book over. I love the way he paces the black boxes with the text of everything what's going on. That's a theme that he does in Deathstroke a lot. Okay. Um, I I just like his style. I like that he's kind of grounding the league a little bit into the real world. Now, did he do any other books besides Deathstroke or before Deathstroke? He's done stuff before Deathstroke. And maybe not on at other DC, publishers. Yeah. Or, it's been a because while. Because this is, you know, look, I mean, this is a flagship title. Mm-hmm. It's an ensemble book, uh, which is, that's not Deathstroke. No. You know? Um, I'm curious, and that's the other thing I want to do, because uh, the Deathstroke books that we've read um, have been phenomenal. So I'm I'm curious to see whether or not it takes him a few issues for going. me to 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 get his footing mm-hmm. with with the storytelling with an ensemble cast. Um, we'll see, but I'll I'll, yeah. I'll I'll give him a few issues because the minute they said priest on Justice League, I was like, what? It's okay. It's better than the other Justice Leagues. It really is. So, and the other thing, <clears throat> Jeff Johns. One of the reasons I picked up Deathstroke early on was when they did that Rebirth announcement panel before we saw any books. They were just talking about the creative teams. They said Deathstroke's going to be written by Christopher Priest. I was like, okay. And he just I mean, he talked a little bit about what Priest is capable of, like he's capable of telling this kind of story, whatever. And it intrigued me enough that Johns gave it, you know, that kind of an endorsement that I was like, okay, I got to read that book and. Even the rebirth issue, which were largely like kind of zero issues, yeah, I was like, I'm kind of down with this. So, I I was stoked for this run. Heard a lot of good about his Deathstroke. Yeah, I have almost every issue. I just am lazy. <laughs> you, <laughs> they're you long really reads. They're read also some of the longer reads out of DC yeah. because of the way he does things. He he likes to play with um, 
uh, almost non-linear, yeah. non-linear. Yeah, things. I heard about that. So, but I yeah. do think it was funny. You you mentioned Jeff Johns, and and my immediate thought was we should have a moment of silence after after reading Doomsday Clock. I was like, any his his name is like we should yeah just he's so revered. <laughs> Every time we mention his name, we should like pause and think about. All I, the awesomeness. Of these well, then you're gonna have to pause later. <laughs> yeah. So. A moment of silence. Love you, Jeff. Uh, what would you guys rather have reviewed, <laughs> and in place of what? Okay, um, this one's gonna be easy for me because um, the 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 first two were were flat out winners. I, I wouldn't exchange for anything else. The DC book, I would exchange for Batman. Only because Dave Ramirez texted me like an hour ago, and uh, let me see if I can if I can pull this up quick enough. But he was like, "You really?" He's like, "I don't know if you've read this book, but you need to read this book." Um, and yeah, I'm not gonna find. I think it was on Messenger, but uh, I mean, he really he was whatever happened in Batman this week. It's Super Friends. That's the title of the story arc. Yeah. What? Um, That's what. King is playing with the irony of that whole, uh, or not irony, but the mind. nostalgic of the... Yeah, so here we go. The, I'll, I'll make this really blown. quick. Uh, Dave, okay, first of all, I want to set this up. I love Dave. Dave can hype something like nobody else can. And yeah, this is true, including all, including real. Secret Empire. Yeah, which that's was, what, that was my point. Yeah, is no. he, he, Dave has the, the just the superpower of finding the positive in everything, and that and that's what I love about him because yeah. he does. He always he always sees the positive love you, in Dave. everything. I know how how can you not? Yeah. Um. Anyway, Roger! Exclamation point. <laughs> okay, I'm like I'm, I'm already hooked. Okay. I need you. To, I need need <laughs> you to read this week's Batman thirty six three exclamation points. So I'm like, okay. okay. He says, "Tell me what you think." Shoot, even a mention in the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but, but we need. He's, so he's only he's texting like, you to get podcasts. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. I, I so mean, now I know what yeah. I need to do. Um, he's like. Uh, He's like, we need to talk about this. I feel like Tom King has his footing and is bringing out uh, some character in Batman that he has been lacking. I, I, I'm guessing you read Batman. I have not yet. I went home and read Superman. But, That's but the only I thing did. I had time to no read. No surprise. No surprise. I, Batman's uh, next up on my, my stack. So Venom Inc. was pretty solid this week. I read a couple things online about it. People were digging at the whole crossover between Peter and Eddie Brock back as Venom. Yeah, I you know that that one made me really curious. The the tough thing, and this is, and this is where Marvel really makes it hard sometimes because they just did Venomverse, and now they're doing Venom Inc. And it's like you know when I saw Spider Man tie in, yeah, type thing. It's not like its its own thing. Well, it's it's a crossover miniseries. Yeah, but Venomverse was its own like separate. What didn't go into Spider Man? I don't think did it. Uh, I don't know. Ask Cody. Where's I don't. Yeah, I don't think it did. I don't think it did. But, but well, the thing is, it's a Venom story arc. Yeah. You know that. You know, and I'm like on, on the second one. It's like, oh, you guys, you guys are milking it now, yeah. and and I, you know, because Eddie's back, so we got to do all these right. Venom stories. So I don't. But yeah, I I did want to check out the oh, first no, issue of that. Um, 
But yeah, Dave, Batman, I, he texted me two hours ago. I'm like, I don't have time. Yeah. I've got to change a, a, a lock switch at home. <laughs> Instead of the DC book, I would have read uh, Batgirl by Hope Larson. I've been really enjoying that series. Nice. That says a lot why you don't like Justice League. <laughs> Justice League sucked. No, it was good. Um, I was pretty good with everything that we read. I mean, if I was going to swap anything out, I've been curious about the Black Lightning miniseries. Oh, yeah. I would have liked to have checked that out because I think it's the original cr- creator. I've heard it's... Uh, it's eh? Yeah. But I, but I don't know. I mean, that was only from yeah. one person. Okay. So, and one opinion, unless it's mine. You know, <laughs> but, um, but I also, that, heard, I also heard Dead Man Sucked. That's Neil Adams. Like that yeah. makes me it's sad. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna and it, well, unfor- unfortunately, I think Dead Neil's Man. still living in the seventies. Yeah, from the sound of it. Because look, I he did that uh, the coming of the Superman yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah, which it was good, yeah. but it was very seventies. Yeah. He had thought bubbles. Ooh, wow. so like, like exposition boxes. <laughs> yeah, there, of there like is a part of me that misses thought <laughs> bubbles, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I like the caption narrative, yeah. but nobody does thought bubbles anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I you could do it, it, and maybe I could dig me you some real. I I liked it, but it's it's it feels and very dated. Is it just me, or does is it Dead Man do for a costume revamp? Like, a modern costume yeah like, yeah no, no i think no because no. that justice league dark movie with dead like dead man was the best part of that justice what? league but i said dude costume, he, it has nothing to do with him no, <laughs> well, the, but co- the costume, the costume is very he, red Elvis. he makes a poop yeah. joke anything that makes a poop joke yeah, is the best thing ever he's like, he, his name is boston brand he's not from boston yeah he's like oh, i'm gonna pack my cockies blah, blah, blah. like i was just like what who are so you so i just i'm okay with him staying in that costume because the, oh they need to lose the, the 70s costume, high collar yeah doesn't have anything to do with his personality but he's he's dead who gives a crap <laughs> i mean i guess maybe he died in the 70s true Good i point. don't know uh, joey what would you rather have all right you... so i'm okay with the marvel book which surprising dun, um, dun, the what's that stupid youtube video the gopher um oh, yeah gopher the prairie dog doesn't matter. Same thing. Same thing, different name. It's a rodent. Let's, uh, let's move rodent. on. The indie book I'm really, really happy with. So I book I would change, which I guess can be either DC or indie. I'd rather read the Batman Ninja Turtles. Nice. We almost did. Yeah. I, I'm, but we've I, done so much Batman that I was like, Roger, can yeah. we please do uh, Justice League? Because I really want to see how this goes. And even this had so. Batman story. I, I, Batman I, story. Well, yeah. he's part of the Justice yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But I really wish he would have done Batman Ninja Turtles instead. I'm not mad I read it. There's a lot of Batman books coming out, which is not a bad thing, but we reviewed a lot. I'm not mad I read this book. I mean, it's better than the other Justice League I read, but I (laughs) I kind of miss the Turtles. (laughs) They're not going anywhere, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, so trivia time. Trivia time. Do you have any copies of this? No. Okay, I'll take one. Okay, so should I pause it? No. All right. Go ahead and uh, Matt. I need let's see, two, four, six. I need uh, two random numbers out of eight, and that'll give me the the winners from last week. Which, while you're doing that, I want to talk about what Johnny sent me on Twitter. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna bash you more. I thought I was in trouble. I literally punch you in the jaw. No. Um. So Johnny had meant yeah. what? 
Oh, Johnny had sent a message out on Twitter. Um, uh, um, who was it that won the Sweet Tooth thing? It was um, uh, 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 Neil Carvalho. Carvalho. Okay. <laughs> who lives in Canada? Yeah. I just, <laughs> Neil, so, uh, Neil and and James. Yeah, I know. I I need to get back to you guys. Uh, I'll I'll have that stuff out by Friday. Okay. So he tweeted out that he won the Sweet Tooth oh, collection yeah. from our podcast. Jeff Lemire saw it and said, "Send it to me. I'll sign and sketch them for you." Yeah. Yeah. And so Seriously? on Twitter, with on Twitter, I sent it with to you on Twitter. Link. Yeah. So I never check Twitter. I'm so so. <laughs> apparently, he's gonna. Uh, I'm assuming he must have DM'd Lemire, and yeah. he's gonna send. He's gonna send. Yep. Uh, the stuff, and Lemire is gonna. So Carvalho. Well, because Jeff's in Canada too. Yes. So the. Shipping's not going to be insane. That's yeah. Oh no, it's no, it, no, it'll be yeah. fine. But but should I send it to Jeff first or send no, it to Neil? No, uh, ne- uh, Nelson sent you an email. Nelson, like, Nelson, Thank you. sorry. Okay, uh, so he he said, um, sorry about the confusion. Just send it to my address. Uh, oh, okay. So Nelson, when you when he sends the, those back, please tag us in whatever photos you post. Post photos and tag us in that, please. That's really cool. Oh my god, that, that is like the coolest thing ever, right? So I God, mean, I gotta I gotta get on my Twitter. Twitter. I know I gotta check but my Twitter. I, so my so, respect for Lemire. I mean, I already like. We give Lemire a lot of love on this show as it is, but my just respect for him as a creator, as a person, man, I just cool. Dude. I want to support whatever yeah. book that guy is on. Yeah, no, I do too. Yeah, well, was, I said I'm very rarely on Twitter, but the la- one of the the last things I posted was about the product support that Jeff puts out for his stuff because when he put out um, Royal City, he sent us. I mean, on his own dime, he sent us like all this merch for that pins you know um sketch cards really? you know comics and oh, stuff wow. yeah so um and i and i was like holy cow yeah stickers he did like um like postcards like wish you were here you know from royal city yeah um the guy jeff lemire is that a guy? is he, the guy he i mean he's, heard he's awesome because it was tagged in the post the episode link. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it was it was weird because like I saw Jeff Lemire tweeting and I saw our like podcast image. I'm like, what the you know? <laughs> and huh. yeah, it was it's wild. Great. Yeah, so thanks for so the Nelson. Yeah. First of all, you know, we hope you like your collection. Yes. Thanks for listening to the show. Yeah. But thanks for doing that just so we could see kind of how cool Jeff Lemire is. Right. Right. That was just something fun for all of us to jump in and be like, oh my god, he's awesome. So. uh Please tag and post photos. Tag us in whatever photos you post of that, because I want to see what Jeff does for you. Yeah, awesome. I think that'd be cool. That's God, man. I can't. I really need to check my Twitter. <laughs> God, that makes me so mad because that's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Makes me I mean, want to follow is, people on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, same thing with like with Jeremy Whitley too, and that whole. Thing. Yeah, so like, that man, that cool. that was really cool how it went down. I wish Princeless was better <laughs> but you'll, you'll like the first trade i think probably yeah. i mean that got him a lot of acclaim yeah i think you uh, really like the that. raven was not not my book artists and writers that are willing to reach out to their fans that's really hey awesome. uh, mad respect yeah. mad respect but for that. i just wanted to share that with everybody after you know you'd sent that message to the group so yeah um now, as Sorry. we're waiting in silence for who won <laughs> right. last week, there's nothing okay. better in podcast than dead air. I know. I, it wasn't that long. <laughs> sure. Well, it's suspense, um, right? Well, I John, mean, anytime John, there's dead John. air, we're just going to say that someone said Jeff Johns' name. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or Bendis' uh, name in the reverse. Sh- 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 right. 
some respect. Shut up. And go ahead. God damn it, you got through. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, Man, that still makes me so happy. I'm so, <laughs> that's so cool. Um, He's going to be happy for the rest I'm, of the week. I, I am, dude. I'm not going to be able to get to sleep tonight. Um, okay, so uh, last week uh, I asked the question, what is Rogue's real name? Not an alias, but her real name. And her real name is Anna Marie. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very basic. So, um we again we had a lot of uh respondents which is awesome um thank you guys so much uh the winner of the trade paperback from last week is david revis Um, back on (laughs) back on a roll well one one is not a streak but the trade last week was no it's not up there was oh no i have no idea what was i literally have no idea we what read so many we books that i'm yeah, like what i know was it was it the nail wait jeff no Mayer. no 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 that was uh, it was mouse guard mouse guard yeah 11 David. winter yeah 11 congr- oh man awesome good book. book um congratulations david and the winner of the comics for the last week i think this is a first time winner um, he has been on the podcast before. Ian Robbins. Ian! So, congratulations. I think, he, I think he is a first time winner because I think this is like one of his first time entering the contest. He really wow. Entered, yeah. Really. yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was too. Uh, he's actually going to be on coming up. Sweet. In uh, I think two weeks because we have yet to pick the graphic novel for that. Well, I'll pick. So, no. so he has to pick something in the shop. I'll pick. I have to, yeah, well, I'm going to have to Princess, tell him. I'm Princess gonna, Volume 1, yeah. Why don't you just do Runaways? <laughs> the book that you wanted. <laughs> yes. Well, I know, right. So well, that was the thing. I Over the last few weeks, uh, you guys are not going to be surprised that I completely dropped the ball recently. But uh, Joey wanted to review uh, Brian K. Vaughn's Runaways Volume 1. We'll do that next time. We'll have you on again, and we'll do that uh, yeah. probably late January, early February. But we picked another one of his favorite books as well. To yes. Read. Oh, <laughs> right? yeah, totally. Right? I love this okay. book. <laughs> We're going to have a good discussion about this book. Um, no, but Ian, um, I'm going to I'm gonna get in touch with you soon. We'll pick a book. And, or Well, we won't, we won't pick a book. I'll pick a book. I'll tell you what you have to read. <laughs> And uh, and then we'll get it done. But anyway, congratulations to our winners. Thank you, everybody, for playing. And what's next? By the way, speaking of Ian, I watch my language. Nice. Yes. Good. Also, You've been doing no, really no, good. No, no, no Johnny's actually been skirting. No. You know, what? For once, no fiddle faddle. What are you oh, talking there about? There you go. Oh, wow, huh? that's a callback. Long time ago. Yeah. Impalement. Um, what we need is uh, trivia for this week. Oh. I don't snap. I don't curse. That's what? what that's what everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> okay. Right. Everybody's like, no, give us a question. Got too sidetracked. Okay. So, um I you know, just a few from you. What was Doctor Strange's first appearance? Strange uh, Tales, Tales one eighty yeah. No. Really? It was Strange Tales. Okay. Which makes sense. Twenty three. No, it was high in number one. It was no, in the hundreds. No. I'm gonna say number one because why not? Hundred and twenty-three. No, lower. Six. Really? Uh, sixteen. Eighteen. Lower. One hundred one. Higher. One hundred seven. <laughs> one hundred eight. Higher. God damn. One, two, three, four, five. I'm six, getting this confused seven, or something else. I know. I thought there was. You one guys eight. are gonna lose horribly on Prices Right. I'm oh, just saying. One twelve. Yeah. Lower. Uh, one dollar. One eleven. <laughs> Ninety nine <Lower>. cents. <laughs> one. What is it? Just. just one ten. 
I oh, said 110. I, I said, we both forever. said 110. Like I said, the buzzer would have gone off. You guys would have yeah. lost the car. That's yeah. all I'm gacked. saying. Okay. <laughs> what is Blind. the, what's the name of uh, Dr. Strange's manservant? Wong. 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 I knew that would be easy, but, you know. I don't. The, the only yeah. Marvel I like is the movies, so I don't know. Oh, man. I didn't write down this answer. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the, the who, uh, listener question. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> well, who created Doctor Strange? Now I'm going to give it to these guys. I've got uh, Stanley and Ditko? Uh, yeah, it was Ditko. Because, yeah. Because, Ditko's and it was right. actually Ditko. Was it just yeah, Ditko? Yeah, Ditko. Stanley, there, was a, there was an article that came out or some correspondence that Stanley had with one of the higher ups that. Ditko actually created him. He had the idea for him. He had a like a, a five page intro story that he had done. Uh but um Stanley also got credit with was Lee and, and Ditko, which yes. is really cool. It's Stanley, he gets credit for everything. Uh, he's created like seventy yeah. percent of Yeah, it's comedy. Stanley. <laughs> Oh, I miss so, Ditko. Anyway, all right. So for the listener question this week, if you want to win a copy of Dark Avengers Volume One. Assemble. Uh, assemble right. by Brian Michael Bendis, or if you want to win, really uh, three decent, definitely good comics. Yeah, yeah. three uh, good ones and one decent one this week. Then um, send an answer into this question. The question is, what is the name of Doctor Strange's house? That's nope. Stop. It's, Come you on. Know, leave it. Yeah, leave it. His to his his domicile, his abode. Yes. What what is it refer? What is its name? What does he refer to it as? Okay, if you know the answer to that question, and I, and I'm I'm looking for something very specific. So well, that probably just made it harder than it needed to be. Anyway, yeah, if you if you need if you if you know the answer to that question, send your answer to the address. The, I know, right. <laughs> Um, and it's not Bleecker Street. Um, that was a sorry, really, that was, really, that was, really bad reference that uh, I got. Thank you, Joey. I don't know if anybody else did. All right, send your response to uh, contact at horizoncomicspodcast.com and join all of our other winners. Yes. I have a question for you. Go ahead. If people have questions that they want answered on the trivia time can they send those in too because i know sometimes we get questions for the end of the show can people start sending in trivia questions too for us yeah well we don't want to extend the show by another 30 minutes as it <laughs> no, is like to add into the trivia round because we always i'm not sure time. how that would yeah, because they don't know work. what books we're reviewing doesn't matter well, could, it kind of does we, we announce it on the show every week what we're reading the and, week before and every week they change their minds <laughs> Well, like not every week. Graphic okay. novel wise, it's normally pretty solid. But they can give us a question A, B, C, and D, and we can do something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I mean, hey, look, if somebody sends us in a question that's that's trivia, trivia related, yeah. and it'd be fun to like just add one in or whatever. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if you hey no, that's cool. If I like if, how it's if been. If you guys have an idea, you know, hit us up. It's been how long for this show? 78 episodes. It's been yeah. so 78, uh, 78 episodes, about a year. Still networked. Still trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. podcasts that, for you. Have you. Do you not listen to podcasts? <laughs> no one has to figure I, it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, At least well, we have like a, you know, a format. An, yes. Yeah. A format. Everybody has a format and then everything goes fiddle faddle. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> even, we're not even on the train. It's an All hour right. and 12 minutes in. Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. Woohoo. Right. Not as tight as last week, but 
but yeah. Well, because we had really interesting books to talk about up front. So we had to kind of dissect a little more than we usually do. And then we have this. I agree with that. <sighs> um, Very so Joey. astute. Yeah. So, Joey. All right. I am not excited okay, for this Okay, so first all. of all, what was the original plan? Uh, I really, really want to do Runaways. Uh, By BKV. Yes. The Notorious BKV. All right, well, give us give us a 30-second pitch for, for Runaways. Well, it's because it was on Hulu. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hulu show's based off yeah. volume one. Yeah, so that's that's really why I wanted to do it because I didn't want to watch Hulu. I wanted to read, and then I'm not doing it, so I'm watching Hulu. Yeah, it's actually pretty good too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've I've heard that from a few people. All right, but Dark but, Avengers Assemble. But because um, Brian Michael Bendis. Why are you saying so? He's going to DC, man. What, what's your problem? Uh, because he's doing because this is his Marvel BMB. stuff. Yeah, because this is his Marvel stuff. Uh, Mike. That hurts. I know, but not Gio all Dodo. this Marvel stuff is that bad. This is his bad Marvel stuff. Let's that, go. Ah, uh, we're gonna have some. We'll discuss opinions. it. We'll discuss okay, it. Wait, what are you um, talking about? B go ahead. Um, Pitch, uh, Mike Dark Avengers. Diodato. Diodato. Thanks. Yes. Um, so this is after Secret Wars. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Uh, it starts off with Marvel with their secrets. DCs secret, with their crises. Yeah. Like, it starts off. Gotta love it. Uh, at the the end. Well, doesn't start off at the end, but. The preamble Picks up is after siege. After siege, um, no, excuse siege, me, secret, excuse secret me. evasion. Secret oh evasion God, you just when, said it. Um, what is wrong with me? Because it's because it's Marvel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, when Norman Osborn kills the the scroll the queen. Squeen, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say the squeen, and that's that a good it. name for yeah. it. I like it. Uh, kills the the scroll queen and stops the war. Um, at this point, Tony is a war criminal because he let everything happen. Um, in very shield. comic book form, like everything is the previous guy's yeah. fault. Uh, shield is disbanded, and again. Um, again. So they give it to they give it to Norman to Norman right. Osborn. Norman Osborn. The, Norman Osborn. Right? I mean, now, it's because Norman Osborn had been he had been given the the uh, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, the head of That's the right. Thunderbolts. Uh, he was he was running the Thunderbolts campaign. Um and the, yeah, the government liked yeah, what he did so much. They liked what he so was much. doing, and he ended the war. Which you know, go Norman. Uh, he decides to change hammer or change shield to hammer, but they never say what hammer means. Well, that's because that's Victoria Hand's job to come up with a. Cool yeah, but she never says yeah. it, which is a little annoying to me, just because OCD and whatnot. Um, <laughs> Everything's an acronym. Yeah, but it's. It's an interesting concept. He he assembles his own Avengers, the Dark Avengers. Uh, they're all villains, um, or anti-heroes. Or anti-heroes. But he wants them to be to be heroes. He wants yeah. He wants them to he, be. He wants the adoration of the public. Yeah, he wants them to be the Avengers without really being the Avengers. Uh, he calls himself the Iron Patriot because he's got to be Cap and Iron Man. Um, <laughs> well, Victoria points out that as you he's need, looking at yeah. the team, you need the knight. You need the knight. And you need the soldier. Yeah. Right. So he puts them together. Uh, there's um, Wolverine's son. I can't remember Dakin. his name. Dokken, yeah. yeah. Is the new Wolverine. Bullseye is Hawkeye, which I think is the only one that's dead on. Like, that's the one I love so much. Dokken literally has those metal claws coming they're, out of his head. They're bone claws. They're well, bone. Still. Okay. I think it's Dakin, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, Who cares? I say Dokken. Do you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm in the minority I, on this. <laughs> I thought it was too. Uh, Venom is the amazing Spider-Man, and but it's yeah. Matt Gargan. Matt Gargan Millar is um, <laughs> yeah. Which, really by the Miller. way, it's Miller. Is it? Yeah, he went on 
Well then, he probably got tired of me saying Miller, <laughs> right? Me he went on to Twitter or interviews like, no, it's actually pronounced Miller. Tangent. Anyway, um, is Venom is the Amazing Spider-Man? They're feeding him scrolls, which is awesome. He makes them change into Spider-Man before he eats them. Which is I, awesome. Which is awesome. <laughs> I, know. I know. Can you uh, can you change into Spider Man? Oh, you can do that, you right? Can still, you can still shape that. Like you look, hulking, you like look great. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. And I like to get that. him to look like the the symbiote Spider Man. You know, when Spider was actually in the black suit, gives him some medicine, and then um, I believe it's Moonstone. Moonstone mm-hmm. is uh, uh, Miss Marvel. Um, some Cree dude who I never Novar. 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 Yeah, I Marvel Boy. Marvel Boy. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um to take Thor's place is um the Sentry. Ares. Is Ares. Ares. Oh, the God right. of War. Uh Sentries is on there just because he's freaking Sentry and he's Sentry. so cool. And what they do is amazing yes. with him. Um who else is on the team? I don't remember. I think you that. just is covered it. it. I think it. that's everybody. You hit all the bases, dude. Uh so it's What a is cent- not to love about this book? The art Oh uh, no! I love Whoa. the art. <laughs> I love Johnny, the art. I, know. I love I, your hatred of everybody feeds me, dude. I get up in the morning. I'm like, ah, I'm energized by the hatred that comes off Johnny. <laughs> I don't hate yes, it. Yes, you do. Do you want me to talk about the art right now? I love this art. I know I what ta- you hate. I, I know what say, he hates about this art. I will say that Norman Osborn clearly was modeled after Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I wish it was. I like, wish Norman. Yeah, that was photo referenced. <laughs> like, and, and then he was given cornrows. Yeah. I, you you know? know what? I didn't care. I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, Tommy Lee Jones, Norman Osborn. I wish go. Norman was still. Uh, God, what's his name from the first Spider-Man movie? Freaking uh, Willem Dafoe. Yes, I would. No. I wish, Okay, my biggest gripe with this book is every single issue is a bad guy monologue by Norman Osborn. He's a bad guy. I'm okay with the bad guy monologue, but every single freaking page is Norman Osborn bad guy monologuing. I know I bought this book a year and a half ago. Um, I got five pages in, and I put it down. (laughs) Because, I mean, at the time, my excuse was, oh, I got bored of it. I got better things to read. I had to read it for this. I remember why I put it down. Because yeah, but it, what did I show you that made you excited to read oh, this? Oh, Sentry rips, uh, God, what's her name? Morgana. Morgana, Morgana yeah. Rip, oh, rips her head off, and that's amazing. Like, I'm talking the fights. Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The Spine fights, and everything comes finish out. Finish her. The fights, the artwork, all of that is wonderful. The, the premise of the story, you know, give the heroes to the bad guys is wonderful. Yeah, give Norman Osborn the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, but make him not talk. Planet. Can we just? Wow! See, you know what? I, I loved it. his dialogue yeah, over there with him. Like he talks his way inner much. turmoil. The yeah. only thing you know, him trying to him trying to keep everything together. Hold it together. Yep. The only thing I liked was him talking to Sentry about saying there is no void; it's only you. I think you're mad that we didn't do the Runaways. I you're am taking mad. it out on the book. <laughs> no, I am mad at it. I mean, I am mad, but I mean, him and Sentry was great. Uh, Sentry pulling off the head, wonderful. And then you think Sentry's dead? Spoiler. Sorry. He's not. He, yeah. Um, was great. Uh, you know, you thinking Ares is dead for a second. Was great. So, real quick, my introduction to Bendis was this. Mm. Was Dark Avengers. I think that was one of the first Bendis things that you gave me besides Scarlet. And I was like, this Brian Michael Bendis guy is awesome. <laughs> right, right. And then my dreams and hopes were shattered. <laughs> As I read more and more of that bald this, man's work. Yeah, I think this really shows um, how capable Bendis is 
of doing an ensemble book and having every character being unique. And when he's not writing eight titles at a time. Yeah. He was only writing three. There are, he's got a lot of balls in the air with this book and Mm -hmm. he juggles them easily. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to stick to it. Uh, this is going to be a really really bad thing to say and I'm going to hate myself for saying it. Uh need they, they really needed to pull what they did in Wolverine Origins and just so freaking Norman Osborn's mouth shut. I don't want to hear him talking. I that was one of the highlights of the book for I, me. I, yeah. I was, like a good bad guy monologue, but six what there's six issues in here? Yeah. Six issues of of just bad guy monologue. I don't think it's all bad guy monologue. I yeah. think look, he's t- he takes center center stage. And, yeah, but and it's he just, does have some extended conversations with with Bob, with that's uh, the, the only the, uh, the news anchor. Uh, I mean, the that news was anchor. Cool, I, I loved how that was done though, it because just, it Ben seemed, just he split that up. I mean, it I, seemed like too. Like, it seemed like tedious bad guy dialogue, and I hated it. That's why I put it down okay. a year and a half ago. See, I think I have but to But dis- the final page was my favorite page. It was actually like a kind of typical bad guy monologue, but not really a monologue, um, of him, of the goblin talking to him. But it's... I'm always here, Norman. Yeah. I'm but it's here. through Stark's extensive... Uh, Iron suit collection, yeah. you know, and they're all the goblins. So I was like, oh, if this keeps going, maybe he's gonna paint oh, all no, no, these no, into no, goblins. No. He's, he goes no. in there, and it, the uh, voices, the voices within his head. Oh no, I know, not. but it seems like it's coming from the suits, just like when he was talking to the suit, but he's really okay. in his head. So it makes me think, hey, let's make iron. Okay, goblins. Johnny, go on your rant really quick. Uh, I'm not gonna go on the art rant right now. Uh, I gotta disagree with you completely, <laughs> I uh, Joey. I hated this book. Um, the thing is, like. Norman is the most interesting character in this story because he's very manipulative and he's he knows how to control basically all these characters. The way that he's talking to Bob to get him on his side, I was like, this guy's in Dude, evil not only genius. That, but when he I have wants to disagree. Bob, the only person he controls is Bob. But he turned ba- on Bob. Yeah. yeah. That was what I was about to say. But Dude, when, he's, he doesn't when he manipulate does all that work to get... Sentry on, on his trust, and then his, he's like, "We need the void, yeah. Bob." And he's like, "You said the void wasn't real." He's like, "Yeah, we need that now." Yeah, yeah. and but, like just how fast. Yeah. He's but like, he, but "Forget about he that." He doesn't control I need anybody the void. else. Bring me the void. But that's the thing. He like, doesn't control anybody else. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure what happens with the Cree dude is uh, Bullseye kills him. No, no, that's what it seems. No, because he goes missing. That's no. just he gets pissed. That he no, finds he's out mad that, that okay. what you it's wanted me on a team of murderers okay. and conjecture, conjecture. But I, like I've only read this and yeah. I don't want to read anymore. No, because that's a that's a really like a drastic conclusion you <laughs> came well, to, Joey. Because everybody else is like no, I don't know because, where he is and well, I see Bullseye looking at them in the room. So yeah, well he was watching because he'd been kind of staying because Moonstone was like. I'm bored. I need. How you doing? I need yeah. Do, how you doing? She yeah. Pulled out the Joey like she, right. from friends. How She's you like, doing? What you what you doing? No. Notice you on the battlefield today. <laughs> it's just Got he doesn't. Moves. It was pretty hot. <laughs> That's the only you character. Are, he I loved Moonstone in this. The yeah. way he yeah. wrote her was yeah. so great. She was great. Uh, the character. She was like, what? I don't even get to be your second in command. Yeah. It, the only one I didn't like was Osborne. I, I okay. like everybody else. It's Osborne. He talked too darn much. Okay, Johnny, you've been to or jo- it's not Joey. Johnny, Joey. Excuse me, I was looking <laughs> at Johnny. See, I hate this book that much. Yeah, um, you've been talking so much, so let's let Johnny, let's let Johnny do his art rant. Wait, yeah, whatever. do the art rant. Get, let's get let's the, get, let's get all the negativity the out. The letters, the letters. What do you think? The lettering is fine. It's good. It's okay. good lettering. Standard. Um, the the standard only, the only. Font. Okay, like 
it's not bad art, but the thing is, he over inks way too much. Like it Does makes he ink his own stuff. Yeah, I think so, because it makes everything so dark. It like over inks everything. Like even things that take place in the daylight, like this scene right now, are just way too dark. I, just I hate it was that. Dark Avengers, so everything was. No, dark. it just feels. <laughs> it feels. Uh, with his, it, it doesn't bother me. I, I understand the gripe. Mm. I it, that's one thing that doesn't really bother me because I just feel like tonally it fit the book. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. like with his inking, it feels like uh, like he adds a lot of detail, but mm-hmm. with his inking, it feels like it's missing detail, even though the detail's there. It just it feels like there's a void in all of these uh, yeah, dark when inks. Yeah. When your muscles are that big, they <sighs> cast shadows. Right. Also, <laughs> don't, don't like the like they the characters kind of feel stiff. Um, most of the the superhero like. Um, poses are kind of extreme. Uh, they're also like, um, you know, uh, what are these fists on their um, hips, uh, and then just looking up at the male, you know. Yeah, but it's not his like legs spread open. Yeah, but it's not like Greg. Who is it? Greg Land. Greg Land. Who photo references all the porn stuff? Right. It's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, it's it's not that bad. I also am not a fan of the cheesecake uh, art style for the women. Um, I know. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> right. I, I will Sorry. say that Doctor Doom fight was really good. It it just yeah that was dope. Oh yeah. my god. It, the, Doom was one of the, the best. Yeah. Things in the art book. isn't. He's written perfectly and drawn perfectly. Yeah. yeah. The art isn't horrible. It's just I really don't like his his inking and all of. Um, his characters kind of look stiff to me and especially since he like uh, references a bunch of 3D models he's trying to very hard to make them all 3D it takes me out of it um, because he sometimes has like these plain backgrounds um, also the the Tommy Lee Jones Norman Osborn is really taking me out of it. what movies was he in? I don't know any <laughs> Men in Black Men in Black I've never seen Men Jake. in Black okay uh, The Fugitive what is that? Oh US my god. Dear God, Johnny. <laughs> I did this on purpose. Uh, anyway, yeah, like that those are my main gripes with the art. Like it's okay, but I kind of Armageddon? Really Armageddon. I don't know what that is. That's right. I really don't like it. No country, no country for, for old, old men. men. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Oh Johnny. Sorry, bud. Um Kayla. Kayla. You guys I okay, so hey, you got a you got a plane you have coming homework. up. Mm-hmm. You can definitely knock that out in it's a couple only like hours. Th- three hour flight, but okay. Dude, yeah, it's a two movie. hour movie. Yeah, you no can watch Watchmen in that time. Come on. Yeah. A- any any Tommy Lee Jones movie. Yeah, he's actually really good. Um he's looked the same for like thirty years. Okay. So. He just gets gray hair. Yeah, that's all it is. He just all gets right. slightly grayer. Um I <sighs> I dug the heck out of it. I think you're the one that recommended this book. You're like, yeah. do you want to see like some fun stuff? I'm like, yeah, I like fun stuff. He's like, check this out. I like fun stuff. He, it, yeah, well, a year and a half ago, he's like, here, just check it out. You know, it was, it's a cool idea. Give the villains the keys the, to the kingdom. The, yeah. I just, I, there's no, so much of the, cool. there's so much yeah. of the dialogue that I loved in this book that, like I said, early on, I liked what Bendis did. You know, it was before yeah. I got burned. Yeah. I mean, I like how they solved the fight. Um, the the Sentry and Morgana, however you say her name, Morgana, Morgana yeah. yeah, just sent her to what like one thousand BC or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's got one dinosaurs day, yeah. and cavemen. Yeah, but all right, cool. <laughs> Dude, bro. The, yeah, the freaking like when when he has to like tr- when Doom has to trust Osborn. 
And that comes do not, back later. Do not betray me, Osborne. Yeah. I'm like, you know he's going to. Right. Because he's a and bad he, guy. And he was told that. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Moonstone that told him that. That you know, you know he's already plotting how to betray you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, that actually comes back later. I think the second story arc in this series had to do with Molecule Man. Mm, that'd be fun. Um I'm pretty sure next week. Um, next week we happen to be getting in the Dark Avengers like complete, complete collection, collection, Volume One, which is Volumes One and Two. And I'm pretty I'm sure the second one. one. I think it does went to Molecule yeah. Man, if I'm correct. But I, I, I loved. Uh, well, Johnny, you said you said it earlier before uh, we we started the show that um, you like the. No, no, this is Matt. What's up? The New Avengers. Yeah. Bendis' New Avengers He was always run. writing two titles of Avengers at the same time, yeah. whether it be New Avengers or the Dark Avengers or Avengers Assemble or whatever it was. And then I like that side better. Yeah. And this was this was pretty much getting close to the culmination of what Bendis wanted to do with the Sentry. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he created the Sentry in New Avengers Volume 1 Breakout. Did he? Um, uh, where he somewhere around the beginning, yeah. I'm pretty sure that he was Bendis introduced as Sentry. Yeah, uh, at the end of this was before he became a scroll. Dis- Avengers, the first issue. No, right it was because in in New Avengers Volume One, um, they in Breakout, they basically go in and they find they find Bob in the prison after everyone else has escaped. I think. Yeah, uh, something loosely, you know, associated with that. His but first I think... appearance was in July 1967. What? Yeah. You were wrong. Oh shoot! Did uh, he might have been? The did first Bendis movie. bring him back? After Probably, a brought long him back. Probably brought him back. Probably. I mean, there's several un there's several unrelated characters that have gone by the century. Okay. The very first one was first appearance Fantastic Four Volume One Number Sixty Four July 1967. I think this okay. version of it he might. There's Century 459 Curtis Elkins. Robert Reynolds and then Senator Ward Val. I don't know. Okay, so Bob Reynolds. I mean, that's him. Oh, okay. So anyway, well, I'll stand corrected. Find out that I'm used to that. Could, he could have created that century. Yeah, this yeah. version. Nope, of Nope, created by Paul but, Jenkins hmm. and Jay Lee. The huh. one thing in this book that made me really, really excited is at the very end of the book. Uh, besides him talking to the the Goblin and it being the other suits, is next coming up Dark X Men. I kind of want to see that. I want to see. Yeah, I don't I, remember anything. About I kind of want to see because if it's like Dark Avengers, you know, villains taking over the X Men personas, we'll see Wolverine's son again. I mean, why not? Be kind of cool. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't remember in, reading that one. It's in the back of this says it's that you know it happened or maybe it didn't it's happen. It's probably like anyway. a couple one shots. Yeah, a couple one shots. But yeah. I'd want to read it. It yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah. Regardless, Bendis' run on New Avengers with That's with great. the breakout storyline was fantastic. And there's so that, many cool moments in that run. It's yeah. Just, and he had, you know, he had, I'm pretty sure he had all this plotted out with the Sentry and even, yeah. you know, awesome. uh, loosely up to um, Siege, Siege, where where Sentry went away for a little while. Cool. But I loved his run. Yeah, that was good. This is a great story. Um, I Like I said, I wish I loved the art a little bit more, but the story, there's nothing really wrong with the story. It's a great, uh, you know, like the title says, Dark Avengers story. Uh, it's just bad guys trying to be, you know, good, I guess. Um, but Without it's, being good. 
What? Without being good, because they kill. Right, right. Also, I checked. I've never seen a Tommy Lee Jones movie. No country wow. for old man, man. That's yeah. He's. It says that he was in Captain America. I he was don't remember. He was. He, was he was the general. That's right. Oh, man. Which means you have seen a Tommy Lee mm. Jones movie. I don't think that's considered a it's Tommy Lee Evans Jones movie. movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trying to, trying Every, to everything one. Tommy Lee Jones is in is a Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones, Jones movie. movie, right? Like I keep going throughout the book uh, covering Osborne's hair. I'm like, oh yeah, that that is. Him. <laughs> Did you look up a picture? Like all of them. <laughs> yeah. Like I just yeah. keep going like this. You know, it's, over. it's pretty just, dead on. Because what it hit me halfway through, I was like, why does he look familiar? Familiar. <laughs> I, I know I've read this book, but oh, photo reference Tommy Lee Jones. Right, like, right. That just hit me. Honestly, I'd be okay if it looked more like William Defoe because I like William Defoe. I like him doing creepy monologues. Chris Cooper. No. No. That's Who not that? ringing a bell in my head. Man, you guys don't know who Chris Cooper is? He's an actor. He was Norman Osborne in The Amazing Spider-Man. My God. Oh, you mean he laid in a bed for? Yeah, He's a good yeah. actor. Whatever. <laughs> Laying in a bed. All right. Anyway. I don't know. Let's let's yeah. rate it. Let's rate it. Uh, Joey, uh, I like the art. I like the premise. A good story. Not you know, just make Norman not talk that much. I'll I'll give it a four. Wow, higher than I thought you were gonna rate. Yeah. <laughs> I just that's cool. It, I just sew his mouth up and it'll be a five. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I, I love the dialogue in this book. Me too. I love the art in this book. I mean, there's there's I've I've always loved this story. Um, when I when I finished Secret Invasion, I was like, eh, that was kind of a weak ending anticlimactic what yeah. came after it i was I, I, I was like oh snap that's all of that was set up for for this yeah. and it was it was uh i thought phenomenal i'll give it a five stars johnny great book i hate the art four i'm gonna go and give it a five too second brian michael bennis book i've given a five i think so oh, that's third that's weird i just did well, I give wait. Secret Invasion a five? I think you did. You said you didn't like the ending, but the rest of it was super good. Are you sure you didn't give it a four and a half? Yeah, he yeah, probably gave it a four and a half. Yeah, I don't think I, don't know, I know. I know I gave House of M a House five. Of M, yeah. I know I gave House this of M a five. But I'm confident. I am confident that his first DC book will be a five. I want it to be. I hope so. I want it to be like I hope so. Because like when he's good, he's Yeah, good. when he's on it, he's <laughs> on it. I just yeah. don't want him burned out yeah. and given like Five titles. Yeah. I don't but want see, him I'd, being treated like an architect over there. It's like, dude, just you gotta check your book? check your ego at the door. We're not gonna put Brian Michael Bendis on the page. Yeah. It's no. gonna say Bendis in the corner. Yeah. That's it. But he's coming to the house of comic love. Yeah. So, so cross our fingers. All right. Uh, previews. We've got from Marvel Comics: All New Wolverine number twenty-eight, Amazing Spider-Man number seven ninety-two, Ben Riley Scarlet Spider number eleven, Cable number one fifty-two, <clears throat> Daredevil five ninety-six. Despicable Deadpool 290, Punisher 219, She-Hulk 160, Star Wars 40, Weapon X number 12, and X-Men Blue number 17, and that is it from Marvel next week. Can we do X-Men? We always do X-Men. Come on. We don't ever do X-Men. Yes, we do. When's the last time we did an X-Men? X-Men sucks. When's the last time we did an X-Men? See? Your hatred fuels me. (laughs) All right. It fuels me. I've heard that blue and gold are both. You know, decent. We've, yeah. we've done. Yeah, depending I think on X Men, a while. Gold. We've done gold. There, we did blue also. There's like yeah. two groups. There are people that like blue, and there are people that like gold. I, like and I can't. I can't really. I, I can't think deep enough to figure it out. <laughs> Let's do a Deadpool book. We haven't done Deadpool. That's true. We haven't done a Deadpool or book. Punisher. Or Punisher. Or do or a Punisher she, book. Last Punisher. choose from. You'll find out next week. Just like these guys. <laughs> yep. are. 
All right, action, or excuse me, DC Comics. We have Action Comics number 993, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number 17, Detective Comics number 970, Flash number 36, Gotham City Garage number 5, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 34, which, oh my God, the next one, good. it's ah. General Zod versus the Corps. <laughs> like I teased it. Wow. I was like, what? I thought his neck was snapped. Zod? Yeah. No, Did he, yeah, no, he comes in as yeah. it's all floppy, but he's um, just, hunchback of uh Krypton now. It's called um 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 Oh, they they, they had like a tongue in cheek title for it that oh, I'll snap. probably remember. Like <laughs> Robert Venditti's been like really good about like all that stuff. Anyway, uh Justice League of America number twenty, Mr. Miracle number five Ooh, of twelve. Yes. Oh, it's that time of the year. Month again, dude. I mean, between Mr. Miracle, oh. Metal, Doomsday yeah. Clock, it's like every week there's something new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, new Superman number 18, Ragman number three of six, Red Hood and the Outlaws number 17, Scooby Apocalypse number 20, Suicide Squad number 31, Supergirl number 16, Superwoman number 17, Titans number 18, Wildstorm, Michael Cray number three, and Wonder Woman number 36. And that's it from nice. DC. What are we gonna do? I don't know. All I care about next week is Mr. Miracle. <laughs> so you probably do well, that. <laughs> hey, we did the first we one, We did the right? first yeah. one. Do the and last I was, one. And, and I you were kind of on the fence about I was on the fence about it. I, I would almost rather do number six. Okay. The because that's the halfway yeah. point. Yeah. And where, you know, the first graphic novel, because I'm pretty sure they're going to split it up into two so, graphic novels. Yeah. I would almost rather do six. Okay. I, I Look, I, I don't... I don't I don't know if I've if I've uh, confessed my turnaround on this book on air, but God, I love yes. this book. It's yep. it's amazing. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing. Yep. Tom King is is a beast. The, number four. Yeah. Number four was amazing. Oh um, my God! I hear that's like the best book at DC right now. It. It's one of them. Yeah. There's a, like a tie-in or anything. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of books that are. Just, I mean, I would I would well, automatically go to Doomsday Clock. Well, that's like yeah, that that's book. because and, and, of all but the, the. But that has has I think more of an impact on me because I've talked to most people in the shop and they're like, yeah, it was really good, and I'm like, really? Because I was like stunned how good that book was, yeah. and how Every much time, it wasn't Jeff Johns. You yeah, know, yeah, it was. I mean, he just. He, I was he, right there too. He, he took it to a whole different level. Well, I didn't clock. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like every time I, keep, I like I've read it three times I'm now. Sorry, Jeff Jones. And <laughs> all okay. right, continue. Uh, <laughs> come on, that's so bad. That's gonna be awesome now. Yeah. Uh, every every time I um, I read Doomsday Clock, I've read it three times now. It gets, it feels like it's not the hype that we've been getting. You know, for like the past year and a half, it feels like. I should have gotten more from this book. It's you great. Bite your tongue, no. young man. All right, he's doing previews. Yeah. But Joey had something to say. No, but I... Because I disagree. I've read it twice. Dark Knight, you know, Dark Avengers, and it's just because the bad guy monologue. <laughs> so the first time I read Doomsday Clock was today after I finished Dark Avengers, and I'm Ooh. so glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm so far behind. I've got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> it just I, makes me so happy you read a comic. Yeah, dude. you don't have to like confess everything. <laughs> yeah, to no, him, I just I, I feel like I should have a window that I, <laughs> I close. You know, but I I mean I'll me, admit Father, for, forgive it, me Roger for I have right. not read the entire thing. The entire book was spoiled to me before I read it, so I never think that was going to happen. And then I read it, and like oh oh my lanta, I'm so glad I read it. And this it was God, the how best about book. mom. Hey, oh, oh my god! The oh sitting there with the new Rorschach. Oh. I'm gonna do that, by the way. I'm gonna close off this counter and I'm gonna put a little window. <laughs> and so, yes! 
Yes. Half the people Make can come to the front, and then the other half they'll have to come sit on the stool. It'll be a confessional. So I'm yes. just gonna. I'm just gonna say sitting there. I'm just the entire saying. Day. I think Mr. Miracle is better than Doomsday Clock Number One. I'm not saying it'll be better you than have the series. Four issues yes. of story versus one exactly. issue of story. Exactly. Yeah. After the first issue, and I was like, "Yeah, something's up." Oh. But keep going. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Wheels um, rolling. So we'll figure out what we're gonna read next week. Yeah. Um, for any comics, we have Aliens Dead Orbit number four. Oh, that's such um, a good book. We have My Little Pony Holiday Special 2017. Depends who's writing it. Uh, we have. It doesn't say Johnny. Right. Donny uh, Cades. <laughs> that would be some messed up. Movies. I would. I know, right? I'd read that pony book. I would too. Yeah. Um, Robotech number five. Royal City number eight. Ooh. Uh, SpongeBob Comics number 75. Wicked and Divine Christmas Annual number one. Can we do Wicked and Divine? I don't know. Look, I I look at that list. I'm like, man, we haven't Royal read City. Royal City in a while. Yeah, yeah. We it's should been, show some love it's to been Jeff. Seven issues. Right. We haven't read SpongeBob comics either in a uh, while. Yes. SpongeBob for a reason. Not making yeah, for a reason. Who lives in? God, I hate that cartoon right. so much. Really? It's such a good cartoon. Uh, from sorry, we're off the rails. Trades. Let's go. Yeah. Trades, graphic novels, Batman, Trade Paperback Volume 4, The War of Jokes and Riddles Rebirth, Batman oh, cool. Unwrapped, Death of the Family Hardcover. Oh, cool. Uh, Black Science and Premier. And for, for, for those of you who don't know, Unwrapped Editions are pencils only. Beautiful oh, books. Good. Anyway. So what is a noir, then? Just inks. Black and white inks. Oh, okay, cool. Actually, heavy inks. Yeah. They, oh. it Noir. Yeah. It's oh. black and white only. Well, I don't like the heavy inking in Dark Avengers, so maybe that's not for me. Okay. But if it's black and white... Yeah, that's it's true. not gonna matter. Yeah, uh, Black Science Premier Hardcover Volume Two Transcendentalism. Awesome. Wow. Yep. Very good. good. Job, that's a yeah. big word. That <laughs> is um, almost like anti-disestablishmentarianism. What is? Uh, what? Stop. Look it up. Okay. Oh. Dark Avengers by Ben Distrade Paperback Complete Collection Descender go. Deluxe Edition Hardcover Volume One. <gasps> Lady Killer Trade yes. Paperback Volume Two. Pick up that book. Um, and what we're getting Lady Killer One and Two in oh, next okay. week. So. Oh my God! Pick up that book. Which one? Lady Killer, Volume One and Two. That's Joel Jones. Yes. Mm, I like. I'll Joel check Jones. it out. Yeah, it's amazing. She's done some. She's done some good stuff. Uh, Miss Marvel trade paperback, Volume Eight, Mecca. Uh, Suicide Squad trade paperback, Volume Four, Earthlings on Fire. Okay. Trinity hardcover, Volume Two, Dead Space. Trinity uh, trade paperback, Volume One, Better Together. Uh, so those will both be on my. Matt, is Allison here? Uh-uh. We're sure. Okay. Because I was like, I'll let her in. <laughs> um, no. Oh. I, right. No, I was just, I, yeah. So for news, Netflix? Oh, yeah. Uh, Netflix picked up Sabrina the Teenage Witch based off the horror series. Uh, looks like it's be The two Chilling se- Adventures of Sabrina? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Two seasons, 20 episodes. So that's kind of Wow. Cool. Yeah. Already? Nice. Wow. They, they, it's probably one story that they just like do this. Here's X, yeah. Y, and Z. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm down. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Currently, a little over halfway through Punisher and Netflix. Oh my god, I feel so behind. Wrong, <laughs> I'm gonna be sad everything. when Disney pulls those from Netflix. They can't. I think once the contract starts for the Disney streaming, anything new goes to Disney, but the Netflix exclusive shows will be on both. They're, I. I. They'll probably yeah. pull them. I because don't, Disney, I can't foresee them Disney being like, hey, you know what's going to fit well on, on the Disney app is the Punisher. The Punisher, yeah, right. No, I, I completely. But agree I, with what me. I think is going to happen is Disney does their own app, and then maybe we'll get one season each of everything, and then we're not going to get any more Marvel Netflix. 
No, it'll be on Disney streaming app. It won't be on. But no, but it won't be the same show. It won't be Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, stuff? it won't be the Daredevil we're used to. It won't be the Jessica Jones. This is all speculation. Yeah, yeah. we have to wait and see. Well, I've yeah. got, hey, look, I've got, I've got, you know, some simple words of advice for Disney and Amazon, and that's world domination is not a good idea. <laughs> no, don't try it. Don't try to seven ninety nine everybody because to death. Everybody will hate you. And the fact that the fact that Disney is is basically you know raping the theaters for sixty five percent on Star Wars. Don't get me started. You know, it it it's never a good idea when the big guy bends over the the little guy to get. Not that Cinemark is a little guy, or or AMC, <laughs> not or, as big but, a guy. But I, look, uh, I know I know the guys in the theaters, and man, that's just that's not cool. Anyway, good. Uh, apparently, we're getting a World War Hulk two, right? Yeah. By Greg Pak, featuring his character that he created. Um, Amadeus, yeah, Pack Cho and Carlo Barbarini. I think that guy's gonna die. Starting in March, one would hope. Hulk seven fourteen. You don't like Amadeus? He's just bland to me. A little bit. I've the, only the I've only ever can actually talk. Yeah, he's the oh, smart yeah. one. I, there's nothing that I've read that's been make that's ever made me go like, oh my god, Amadeus Cho. Like, I can't wait to read a story with him. Right. I mean, I like Champions. I liked him in Champions. Yeah, but he's a he's an ensemble character. Yeah. In Champions. It's not focusing on him. Yeah. When when he was when he was uh, a supporting cast member on Pax Hulk Run, he was really good. He was really well done. Um, I actually like him as Hulk. Um, it brought a different flair to it, but I, I'm glad that it's going to be short lived and and I hope short lived and and I hope that uh, they bring Bruce back quick. Yep. Well, huh. he's dead. <laughs> Comics, so. bro. Comics, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, we head. also have a new mutant series coming. Yep. Uh, let's see, Matt Rosenberg and Adam Gorman. Wait, Matt Rosenberg? Yep. Like. Smallville, Matt Rosenberg. That's, not That's what it says. Or, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Excuse me. I'm thinking of Rosenbaum. Yeah. Sorry. Rosenbaum. My bad. I got excited for nothing. Uh, yeah. New Mutants, Matt Rosenbaum, Adam Gorman. Feature, uh, starting in March, we have a Wolfsbane, Boom Boom, Magic, and Richter. They're going to – oh, and then Strong Guy. That's going to be the team. So. Wait, it is, <laughs> it is Rosenbaum? Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Okay. Not the guy I was thinking of. Yeah. So that's good tie-in because in April we're getting the new Mutants movie. Which actually looks pretty decent. Are they doing? Did you say X Factor? New Mutants. No, before that. I said X with, Factor with strong veteran, guy. strong guy, because he was from. Oh, X Factor veteran. Yeah. Okay, got it. And then apparently Marvel is ending their Guardians of the Galaxy comic. Which, I got info on that. Okay. Um, there's a teaser at the end of it because Jerry Duggan is apparently pitched to Marvel a bigger cosmic event that will need. The ceasing of the Guardians title, because Adam Warlock's getting a new number one. Yeah, and then there's a teaser, which is Star Lord holding the Space Stone, Wolverine holding the Mind Stone, and Captain Marvel holding the Power Stone. <sighs> so it says they hold Infinity. The countdown begins in February. So there's going to be a big Infinity Stone event, probably because the movie. Because of the yeah. movie. So there's going to be a giant cosmic event in Marvel Cosmic. That's why Guardians is getting canceled. I have I have mixed feelings about this because in in the last month I've read five or six really great Marvel books. Yeah, and and I see stuff like that and I'm like cash grab, cash yeah. grab. Yeah. You know, and I don't want. I know they can still be. They might still be great books. Yeah, I want them. I want them to be great book. I want Marvel to continue. Um, 
because you know the books that I've been reading from them have been solid, uh, and that's yeah. what they need. They don't need they don't need events. They don't need movie tie-ins. They do, like- all they need is great storytelling. And if and if their books, if 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 their books that they put out every week are on par with with Doctor Strange, you know, yeah, they'll be fine because people will talk about those series, yeah, um, and and share them. But it I, sounds I, like though- hopefully. It's not necessarily an event, more as like a new series that's going to be involved with all the cosmic things. Is what I'm get feeling from it, not an actual. That's like, like saying it's going to be an event without saying it's going to be an event. Kind of, because you like know, the Doomsday Clock thing. It's an event, but it's its own twelve issue. Right, but there's yeah. no crossovers, right. no miniseries, no ads. But for God's sake, you know. A, it seems for all twelve. Like yeah, as far as wow. I know. Mm. But we'll but that's why it's five ninety nine. Four ninety nine. What Doomsday Clock? The the lenticular right. was five ninety nine. Right, kind of crazy though because Guardians is Marvel's biggest cash maker right now, and they're canceling the book in two months, mm-hmm. only to bring it back next year, in the end of the year maybe. Yeah. We'll see to I bring it back with um, William Infinity War. Yeah, whatever. We'll see with uh, Loki <laughs> that drives the <laughs> Drax the, is now yeah, in right. yeah the team. <laughs> Um, questions? Well, I got, I got, oh, wait, oh, I got news. Yeah, news. Oh, you got more? Yeah, well, I know we don't do uh, movie news, but Ryan Reynolds was cast as Pikachu. <laughs> oh, my God. In Detective uh, Pikachu. dumb. Hell I, yeah, dude. I, count me excited. I'm excited about the this. things that get you excited. It's Pikachu. I, it's Ryan Reynolds. I'm speechless. That yes. doesn't surprise me, that to be is, honest. Yes. That's exactly like the first uh, like reaction I had, Roger. Yes, speechless. Anyways. Uh, comics news. Uh, Kyle Higgins, Power Rangers number twenty-five. Every Power Ranger ever assembles for a Shattered Grid event. Oh, jeez. I'm stoked. Power Rangers comic event with oh, every right. Power Ranger ever. Yeah. And then uh, Marvel announced there's a ten-episode Wolverine podcast in the style of Serial, which so it's like an old-time radio show. It's like a radio, like a radio play. A, yeah, but it's gonna be like a murder mystery with starring Wolverine. That's kind of cool. It, yeah. So yeah. it like when they did War of the Worlds, but it's yeah. a, a radio. Uh, yeah. I might listen to that. Yeah. And it's it says uh, written by the guy who did Green Arrow, Benjamin Percy, and starring Richard the new Green Armitage, Arrow, yeah. Yeah. the Hobbit. So that means I don't know. Uh, that kind of that kind of excites me. That's yeah, that's you, new. When you said well, it earlier, not, I thought I don't it was care people for Benjamin Percy though. Like he doesn't do anything. Uh, that, yeah. Well, that I'm like when he talked about, about it earlier, I thought it was. Just people talking about Wolverine. No, no, no. It's a, this is like but a But like a radio play. Yeah. Now right. I'm it's kind of, of interested. It's kind of like Script. in the vein of yeah. like Night Vale or yeah. D&D actual play podcast or things like that. Well, you know, no, where they have stories. Oh, God, now you're going to be young again. You haven't heard of War of the Worlds, have you? What is but this? War of the Worlds. Dude, I'm not stupid. I know what that is. Well, you know the movie, not the radio play. You know, I know it freaked people out. From Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, Stephen King, totally. He did it. Who's Stephen King? <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> yeah. The father of your favorite author. I know. Podcast has everyone listening to this, and I, that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so. and oh yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely add it. Okay. Uh, questions. Anyway. Do we get anything from Carlos? Uh, the usual suspects besides Blake? I haven't seen Blake? any questions. Yeah, we we got uh, we Johnny got has them. Did we get a question? Blake's. Yeah, we got from um, Blake's and Bryce. Ah, Blake. I want to say hi, Blake, real quick. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. ahead. Hi, hi, Blake. We, we have to give you a shout out for joining our fire team and helping us through the uh, the strike that we strike. That, that we, we never miserably, finished. Turn that up we the light on your phone, dude. Yeah. It's uh on nightlight. All right, uh, Blake wants to know who would your dream team of supervillains be for Dark Avengers? Wait, super what, what team? 
your dream team of supervillains be for Dark Avengers? So I like knew, the heroes? Yeah. Who would no, be? Who would well, take? Well, the villains who would be heroes. I, oh, okay. No, this is I, this look, is it. I like it. I yeah, can't. It works. I can't think of anybody I would rather have on there. The the one the Ms. Marvel one I was like, you know, is there somebody? But Moonstone was awesome. She was freaking cool, dude. I would not have anybody else. Um, and I think that they went with, you know, they the Bendis went with kind of mimicking the New Avengers line at the time, which was Spider Man, Thing, Wolverine, um, who else? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, but. No, if if I if I had to pick at this at all, um, I think the team was a little big, you know. Yeah. Like uh, maybe drop Novar. Adding in Novar was was a little. I, mu- I like so the. <laughs> I like um, I think I kind of understand his role in the story, but not on the team. I don't know why Bendis felt he needed to have him on the team. Right. I don't think I know enough. Marvel villains that I like to assemble the Dark Avengers. Hey, look, we got all these villains and a, Doom yeah. in the yeah, first well, story. There arc, is Doom, so. which was a grant. He it's was a, on the team. But. It's a pretty good team. Like they kind of all fit in the roles yeah, that they have. Like you know, Venom as Spider Man, Dawkins. I mean, unless you Wolverine. put Doom on the team, right? Namor. I would either take. I would either put, you know, Doom for Osborn because obviously I hate Osborn, <laughs> or um. Crap, I just lost the name in my head. Yep. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Um, there we go. <laughs> oh, Magneto. I put Magneto in. Everybody oh. else put Magneto. Oh, that's a good put one. Magneto instead of Norman Osborn. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't be the Avengers. Yeah, he's an X-Men. No, it'd but... Be, no, it'd be, I'm going to take over everything. Wolverine. I'm going to be a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> which, That'd be Magneto. <laughs> which is kind of what the seems he's trying to do anyway. I wouldn't go that far. I mean... It's I, you know, it's not a bad thought, but it's I don't just, I, think Magneto's going to really delegate anything, you know? Magneto's just going to do what he does. You know, well, screw it. I want the wrecking crew on there. <laughs> oh, God. I, or, and then, just, or just sew up his mouth, and I'm fine. <laughs> Fun question for Christmas approaching. What gifts uh, that are comic-related are you putting on your lists? For, like, ourselves? Yeah. I had three months of poll. <laughs> I have a registry that is just... Always being st- stacked upon at Rogers. That's funny. <laughs> that my family knows to come and like just shop from. So I think the big uh, the big ticket items on there are the the Walking Dead omnibuses yeah. and the, any of the Absolute editions. The that, that come out, get in there. Yeah, uh, I think I have the Justice. Well, Justice I missed something. the question. Was it about Christmas gifts. Comic yeah. What list? What yeah, Christmas? What comic related Christmas gifts are on your list? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I would like maybe an absolute or two. They look cool. They are cool. They're made very. They're well. really big though. I think That's I'd. I'd want the, the watch. I want the Watchman absolute or any statue yeah. ever in the shop. Yeah, <coughs> I have the Watchman absolute. I will get you that Spider Gwen. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. It's a statue. <laughs> I'll, I have a place for it. I thought you hated Spider. I hate her with a passion. <laughs> but I have a place with it. <laughs> Oh man! I've got a Deadpool statue about the same size. It can make it look like she's cutting her head. I'm down with that. Nice. Well, you got that. You got that Rick Grimes Walking Dead statue from us. Uh, yeah. Uh, or oh no. Uh, you know what? Absolute best Christmas gift gift ever would be the Negan. The mm. the, the Negan statue from the same Todd McFarlane from McFarlane Toys. 
Yeah. Which I did read Walking Dead. Today, the new one. It's Negan-centric. Holy God. Please don't That cover it. was great. I, I don't I, know I what Kirkman's going to do with him after this, but... Wow. <laughs> like, it, was, it was like... I can't wait till they get to that in the show. Huh. Uh, you know, I honestly, I think in the show they're gonna actually kill off Negan. I, I don't, don't think, think they'll they keep will. him. I, dude, it would be. I think that would be a huge disservice. Cause I thought they were gonna do. Wow, we're going so off topic. Yeah. Again, I thought they were gonna do leave him on longer before they went to All Out War, and then right away they went to All Out War. No, I mean they. It was hundred. Yeah. It was, was one a lot season. of stuff that they condensed. Yeah. Was they condensed down? I mean, it's the same story. It yeah, just moved it's, faster. But I thought they were gonna drag it on longer because Jeffrey Morgan is. Dropped it, gorgeous, and I want to see him on more things. It, it comes out in February. February. I can't say that word. February. February. Without the, without the R. February. February. That's okay, fine. that's you can say weird. February, if you want. That's yeah. really that's weird. I hate that month. Anyway, uh, the that month hates you. Yeah, <laughs> the Vision hardcover is coming out that month, and there I you go. desperately that want would be, it. I'd add that to my pull list. Yes. In time for Valentine's Day. Mm, Valentine's Day is You're not, not a real holiday. For me. Stop it. <laughs> I think yeah, no, it's that Negan, and you got to put the arm. Okay, um, I got a couple questions from Bryce. Uh, first, um, the the guitar riff at the opening of the All Star Comics podcast. <laughs> Jonathan, I mean, uh, Bryce wants to know, Jonathan, if that's if that's your. That is take. not me. <laughs> no, that's not him. That is a um, stock file that we found on the internet. Right. That we well no because I actually paid for the rights to yeah. it, so we have. We have rights in perpetuity to to that riff. It was one Matt and I were were looking, and we were passing yeah, some files. It. I was like, "Hey, that works." Back and <laughs> forth, and it was like, eh, "This sounds pretty good." Yeah. If you want, uh, Bryce, my my band's album yes. is yes. on Apple Music, iTunes. Just search Valor, Valor, Fear No Evil. It's a black and white cover. How fitting. It's, it's very Valdez. hard rock. Please listen to Ballad of Juan Valdez. <laughs> Except my, for that song. It's my favorite <laughs> song that you've written, and I'm like, yes, this doesn't feel like Jonathan, and I think that's why you don't like it. <laughs> I actually love it. I okay. just I know that that tends to be it's the song the that everybody song. likes. It's that, one, it's that one song like with any band that yeah. gets identified with one song. And, and it's they, nothing like and, the rest of our material. And you're it's like, very different. You're like, stop it! I don't want to play that anymore. <laughs> Freebird, so yeah, uh, play that song on Apple Music or Spotify, and give Jonathan. It is on his, Spotify also. Give Jonathan his point one two cents. Yes. Wow. Or stream the whole album and <laughs> give me a penny. Yes. There you go. <laughs> can I just give you a penny now? You can okay? if you want, <laughs> but you don't get the joy of listening to my that, album. That makes me so sad. Because <laughs> I still have I still have the CD with the jewel oh, case right. and everything. Thank so you. That's and awesome. I think I it's signed. Do you have yeah. more CDs? Okay. So. Yeah. And, all right. Anyway. Okay. So I've never second a CD. <laughs> wow. Continue, Roger. Second question from Bryce. Um, intellectual properties are popping up. Uh, in comics all the time uh, John Wick Iron Maiden John Wick oh that's so sad let's uh, keep going come on uh, I almost feel we need to have a uh, moment of silence what intellectual properties uh, movies television video games books etc would you guys like to see expanded upon in comic books Ooh, that's good that's a deep question yeah um, now his 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 group had thrown out a, f- a few suggestions um, let's, let's take a quick look at those first. Breaking Bad, yes or no? No. No. If it was a miniseries, yeah. focusing on like Jesse. If after, it was, yeah, if it was Jesse Pinkman, yeah. A few I years want, later. Yeah, I wouldn't want like okay. a full thing or, you know, something, something miniseries right after the end of that series. Baby Driver? 
I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie. That act, I haven't, I haven't the kid it. that plays the main in that, I just, I can't take him seriously as a wheel man. I'm like, Edgar Wright, everything else about this movie looks amazing. I've heard nothing but, I know. but great stuff about I that. I just see that they're kid already, and I'm like, nah. They're already working on sequels. God. I should watch it at some point. It's I'll real good. Know. I wouldn't. And in that vein, I, I don't think <gasps> I would want an ongoing title with that. But or a miniseries. But maybe it's, maybe a, different, it's a prequel. different story. I would, maybe it's a prequel, prequel because... The movie Baby Driver is supposed to be his last job. I have three. Okay. What? First one, there's a sci-fi series that only got one season. Oh, wait. On. Was that all their stuff? No, there's still more. No. Oh, my God. Keep Sorry. Going. Yeah, let's see. He said some, some lunatic suggested MASH. Sorry. I I don't, I'm going to date myself. I love that series. I and I would. Is. Hey, you could do a I, MASH series I would tomorrow, read it. and I would be down. I would read it. What That's is, actually a good idea. Do, like, yeah, with all the original cast members? It's a really members? good idea. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'd read it. That's a really good idea. Don't worry about it, Johnny. Okay. If you don't know what it is, you're not going to like it. Okay. <laughs> Man. Dear God. <laughs> I feel like this is all like just prime time for IDW or Dynamite to like, yeah, what can we get? You know? How, well, because those guys- Let's uh, get the Golden Girls in here. Um, I'd read that. IDW. I wouldn't just because I watch so much of that on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, Blanche Devereaux. Oh, Lanta. IDW, Boom and Dynamite, they do licensed properties like- out the wazoo. Yep. So I'm surprised they haven't picked that up um, because there's an audience. The A team. I would. <laughs> I would read that. I there would have been the actually there have been one or two very short miniseries have there been? from the A team. As long as it wasn't on Dynamite. I'm um, um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, it hurt. was Dyn- It was Dynamite or IDW. I'm okay. not sure. If it's anyway. IDW, there's a chance of it being. Um, Bryce goes on to say, I would love a gritty, violent, ongoing series based on the characters of Quentin Tarantino movies. Yes. Where they're all part of the same universe oh, and their stories over Oh, Travolta they, and Samuel Jackson and from expanded, Pulp Fiction. They yeah, are ex- part of the same universe. Quentin? An expanded universe Quentin Tarantino uh, oh, comic series that ties everything oh, together. Bryce, you just gave me like all the wants That's, that I'm never going to have. No. Why would you do this? No, no. Can I'm you a, imagine Kill Bill and, yes, uh, no. and Pulp Fiction oh, like universes colliding? Oh, that no, would be sick. They are. That, they're that, in the same universe. It's can't yeah, because uh, the movie that she's talking about in Pulp Fiction is There's Kill Bill. Bill. There's the movie in that universe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Doesn't but, matter, dude. Comics, but no, anything. No, because <laughs> I'm such a big fan of Quentin Tarantino. But it could have been a true life, you know. <laughs> I'm just on a technicality level. I'm, okay. I'm such a big fan of Quentin Tarantino uh, besides his excessive use of the N-word lately. Uh, but that's what he's doing. I No, I don't want any of his movies to be brought to comic books because Reservoir Dogs was perfect. Pulp Fiction was Amen. perfect. Yeah, Amen. I don't want to see any more. And those were all connected things anyway. Yeah. I disagree. I'd, I'd read all of that. I know. You, I, put, it, you put it all out. I don't know. Like, yep. Well, hey, we said that about John Wick, right? Well, if it's not Dynamite. <laughs> I know. I, I just, I, I want Quentin's... <laughs> Like I want Quentin Dynamite, to stay. We, we we pretty much know it's gonna suck. I mean, Quentin's yeah. next movie is supposed to be set in the sixties. Technically, uh, Star Trek. Yeah, he, he's about to sign on with J.J. Yeah. Abrams producing a Star Trek movie. But, um, get out! No, no, no. Quentin is gonna direct it. J.J. Yeah. Abrams. Oh. But no, his next movie coming out that the what I think it's like his thirteenth wow. movie or whatever or his fourteenth is uh, set in. I gotta like read that. 69, 65, Whenever the Manson killings happened. Okay. It's not about the Manson killings, but Manson's in it and whatnot because he's Quentin. Like that's, yeah. I'm. Fi- I just want his movies to be his movies. Let him be movies. Don't bring him into comic books because it's not gonna work. It's not. I don't think so. I think it could. 
I got three. Go. One, there's the ABC series of a few, like, ten or a few years ago. Ten Things I Hate About You. No, it's called Defying Gravity. It was super sci-fi, super cool. It got canceled because no one watched it and they didn't promote it. I have one. Um, I have one. Second, Lost, because that's my favorite show ever, and it would be such a cool comic just if to If they do... could fix the last season? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Whatever. Sorry, Matt. And the last one, since the lore would be so crazy and they could do whatever they want in a comic, would be Game of Thrones. They already do that. Yeah, they no, do. Well, no, they, it's they a direct. Adapted. Yeah, it's an adaptation. Well, it's a direct of the books. adaptation okay. of the TV. I I wouldn't mind seeing series. George R. R. Martin's books into comics. I meant just like side stories. And but stuff. I also yeah. would like to well, see like the Robert's first. Rebellion. Yeah, I'd like to see Robert's Rebellion. I'd like to see the the last hero. You know, the the war between the first men and the children of the forest. Yeah. 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 The Night King. Now I really want a Ten Things I Hate About You comic. Um, the only one that does. Honestly, I, <laughs> I really wish this show lasted longer. Besides Firefly, uh, Farscape. Farscape. I would love to see a Farscape comic book. I, I feel like that's been there. Licensed. Yeah, there were boom. Boom has the well, had had the Farscape license and they've well, done several books. But I but I, I was to yeah, I, I was gonna go off on a tangent and say actually the you know, there's a property that is in comics. There's a lot that of Farscape I would love comics. To, yeah. Oh man, I but Serenity? Didn't... Yeah. I th- there have been Let's bring I, mean, that I think I read Leaves on the Wind, but they've got like four or five, five volumes. Or six mm-hmm. volumes yeah. yeah. There's a lot out and I would no I would also. Yeah. yeah. I, I just because I watched Farscape, I binge watched it a long time ago on Netflix, and Netflix took it away from me. I'm gonna think of all the things I want as soon as I go home. And you know what else right. I'm gonna say yeah. because Netflix took it away from me? Um, how I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I want to read it in comics. I don't care. There's, NPH. There's more than 40 uh, collected editions of Farscape comics. Well, Roger, buy them all and I'll buy them. <laughs> Order them all and I'll buy them. No. <laughs> I will buy them. I'll pay it. <laughs> I love Farscape. So cool. Anyway, any yeah, other questions? Thanks for the question. That's all I've got. Sweet. Well, uh, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, like, share, and subscribe to the show. Uh, it, we oh, we didn't get any new reviews. <laughs> no, well, no. Bryce's is still the last one, which is still the, probably like one of the best ones on there. So uh, we're still fishing for that next review, Johnny. You had some sort of like. I don't know. I'd, we'll do some contests. I'll give something up. I have some good stuff. I have a bunch of trades I can give. Yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll workshop it. <laughs> Leave us some reviews. Come on. If you like what you're hearing, you could also go to Patreon.com/slash All Star Comics Podcast. Get on as little as a dollar, three dollars gets you the exclusive content. Uh, all the Multiversity University episode dumps that we do at once, you get to listen straight through instead of waiting like a cheapskate. For one episode a week, which is going to come up at the end of this episode, so t- stay tuned for Multiversity University. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything at Horizon Comics, you can like Horizon Comics on Facebook and follow at Horizon Comics on Instagram and Twitter. Even though and tra- even it. though I never check it, but now I'm, I'm like, uh, yeah, Definitely. turn on what? notifications. Yep, turn huh? on notifications. Yeah. Uh, if you Ugh. want to keep track of everything, Johnny. You can follow me everywhere at the Johnny Two X Four. Everything, Joey. Uh, I'm gonna say it again. It's Pirate the Creator. There's underscores. That's a good name. Figure it out. Yeah. Eh, there's underscores and there. there's two in there. Figure it out. <laughs> I don't check anything else. Yeah. Uh, for all your audio and uh, video game needs. Hydra Five Five. And I'm at Saint Jonathan. Thank you guys for listening, especially to this extended one. You guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. Yeah.
Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Multiversity University. I'm your host, Larry Douglas. Tonight, we want to talk about one of the most important comic books of the Platinum Age, and one which had a great deal to do with the development of the comic books that we enjoy today. And that is a comic called New Fun, the big comics magazine, which came out in at the end of 1934, uh, although it had a cover date of February 1935. Now, the thing that's important about New Fun is that it was the comic that led to comic books containing original material rather than being reprints of comic strips. Throughout most of the Platinum Age, comic books simply reprinted newspaper comic strips. They were collections of those reprints. There was an attempt at putting out original material with the funnies in 1929, but that wasn't real successful. As we mentioned before, it only lasted 36 issues, and as a weekly comic, that meant it lasted less than a year. And towards the end of its run, they had dropped the price all the way down to a nickel to try to spur sales, which did not work. So eventually, of course, it was canceled. Um, There was some original material in comics. Uh, The comic book companies, or the companies that were publishing comic books at that time, would have writers that would write short little one or two page filler stories, but these weren't really the main attraction of the comic books. These filler stories were just there in case they were running short on pages for that particular month, Um, and so they weren't really considered very important. The main thing was those comic strip reprints. But A very important figure in comic book history, uh, Major Malcolm Wheeler Nicholson, came along and decided that he was going to put out a comic with all original material. Now, you might think, oh, he must have been a visionary. He was the one who saw that this is the way comic books were going. Actually, that wasn't what happened at all. The thing is that up until then, comic books had not been terribly profitable. Uh, I mean, some of them had made uh, a pretty good amount of money, but things like, uh, say, Famous Funnies that was trying to publish on a regular basis um, had not actually started making money yet. I think on an earlier podcast, I had said that they started making uh, money with issue number four, but I looked into that a little bit more and found that it really wasn't until issue number seven that they started making money. Um, The comics that had made money were the ones that were simply one-shots, where they just reprinted a a bunch of comic strips, and then that was it. There was no no continuing issues. Um, The Funnies in 1929 had not been profitable. A previous attempt at putting out a regular comic book, which was uh, the Comic Monthly in 1922, also had not been profitable. Um, So what... Malcolm Wheeler Nicholson decided was that the way to make money with comics was not necessarily to try to get all of these really popular strips and get a whole lot of sales, but was to produce them as cheaply as possible. And it turned out that it was cheaper to get people to write original material than it was to actually get reprints of some of the more popular comic strips. And in fact, um, what Major Nicholson did was uh, he took advantage of some of the anti-Semitism that existed at that time. He looked around and saw that there were a lot of people trying to break into the comic strip business because 
comic strips were very popular during the Depression. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, they were what sold newspapers. And so comic strip writers were actually paid really well. As a result, there was a lot of competition, and one of the things that happened was because of some of the anti-Semitism during the 1930s, there were a lot of Jewish writers trying to break into the business who were not being allowed in simply because they were Jewish. So Wheeler Nicholson looked at them and said, well, you know what, I bet they'd be willing to work cheaply if they could see their material actually get published, and he was right. He was able to get them for about half or even sometimes less than half the price of reprinting comic strips. And so with this stable of writers who had been excluded uh, from the comic strip industry before, uh, he launched New Fun, the big comics magazine, all original material, and uh, he emphasized that in the title New Fun. Now, that ended up leading to uh, a comic actually called New Fun, which lasted for just six issues, uh, but that was because he ended up changing the title. Now, you might think, oh, this is great. We have all original material that's going to be very popular, but it turned out that it was really hard to sell this comic book. Um, newsstand dealers remembered the failure of Comic Monthly in 1922 and the failure of the Funnies in 1929, and they really weren't willing to take a chance on a comic a comic book which did not reprint popular comic strips. They thought, why is, why is anybody going to want to read this material with characters they don't actually know? Uh, so he had a very difficult time getting companies to actually be willing to sell his comic book, and so he struggled a lot. Um, however, New Fun would lead to another very important development in comic books because this is actually the first DC comic. Although it wasn't called DC at the time, the, the company was actually called National Allied Publications. Um, National Allied Publications would go on to actually become the company that we refer to as DC today. Um, now he would go on to publish some other comics. Um, and, uh, and I, as I said, led to the beginning of DC. But before we leave uh, Major Malcolm Wheeler Nicholson, I don't want to leave the impression that he was uh, somebody who wanted to take advantage of the fact that people were being discriminated against. Um, one of the things about uh, Major Nicholson is that Major wasn't just a nickname for him. He actually was a Major. Um, he was, in fact, there are conflicting stories, either the youngest or at least one of the youngest majors uh, ever in the United States Army. He was actually in the Cavalry Division. And he ended up getting court-martialed in 1922. And the reason he ended up getting court-martialed was because he had written a letter to the New York Times criticizing uh, some of the aspects of the Army, one of those criticisms being the racism that was endemic in the Army at that time. So it wasn't that uh, Wheeler Nicholson necessarily thought that the anti-Semitism that he did take advantage of was a good thing. It was just that as long as it was good for his business, he was willing to go ahead and, uh, and go along with that. Um, now, Major Nicholson uh, is an important character in comic books. We'll talk about him again on a future episode, but really uh, DC Comics, at least, owe their existence to him and uh, a lot of other developments in comic book history owe their existence to him as well. 
But the main thing that he brought to us is this comic, New Fun, the Big Comics Magazine, which would change the face of comics and end up turning comics away from this whole idea of simply reprinting comic strips and actually begin to get people interested in new material. Thanks for listening, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time.